0: All right, guys, so what you're about to see is uh, a podcast between me and Larry Fishberger. Uh, everyone who's watching this, or most people who are watching this probably know who that is. Uh, streamer, MFAM guy, and clan guy, uh, all-around cool dude, handsome guy. Um, streams on Twitch, has a YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, good Twitter clips. Uh, So what you're going to see is or hear is uh, it's about a two hour conversation between me and him uh, just talking about all the shit going on with like Warzone. uh, You know, just a bunch of a bunch of shit regarding Call of Duty in general, a bunch of shit regarding uh, streaming and Twitch in general. Uh, Yeah. some stuff he's doing with some other guys in the community and uh this thing called better better.gg um yeah man he's a, he's a really awesome dude really really nice guy and i, I feel bad because we recorded about a 2 hour podcast uh last night that uh i didn't capture any of the audio for like an idiot um but he was nice enough to come back today and 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 redo it again uh we didn't get really quite as deep as we did last night, unfortunately, but he'll be back on at some point later and uh, we'll go over, we'll go over everything again. And uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks to everyone who's listening, all the links and stuff for Larry. will be in the description below links to my Twitter and my, all my stuff will be in the description below. Uh, And I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, Leave me any feedback that you can. Uh, I'm not a professional podcaster by any means. I'm not a professional anything by any means, um, but I hope you guys enjoy this and I will see you guys later. All right, what's up everybody? This is the first episode of the Common Ground Podcast. Most of you guys probably know who this is. Uh, streamer, um, legend of the game, sex icon, Larry Fishberger. Wow. Damn. The game. Um so yeah, we were just we were just talking about uh him losing his his wedding ring which i don't know if he wants this in the podcast but
1: listen i mean he's, he's gonna have to help me find it when she gets back home so either way she's gonna know i mean yeah. that's why we were just saying it's better to get get a get a groove life ring get a get a cheaper ring because i not knew yet. i was gonna lose it at least once or twice i'll find it if not we just order another one
0: yeah 100 percent. uh me and mckenzie are getting married next september Dude, get
1: a, i get it get a rubber ring do it don't yeah a gold.
0: yeah and i told her uh I told her I just want one of those like $15 rubber rings.
1: Yes, dude. And like this one, literally, like I lost it. Let's say, God forbid, I can't find it. They'll send me another one for free. Yeah. They'll send me another one for free, which is crazy. I don't know. Like this might be a record for like purchase to loss. So I don't know if they they might want me to wait a month or something because there's no way that anyone's lost one as fast as this. But hey, here we are.
0: Yeah. I don't think she'll, I don't think she'll get rid of you for that.
1: No, probably not. I mean, I think, <laughs> right. I think, yeah. I think I'll be all right. But, uh, I think I'll think i be all right, but he's definitely be a little
0: upset. I think I'm going to have to buy Mackenzie a new engagement ring, to be honest.
1: Okay, what well, makes you say that?
0: Because I, I bought it, like, we've been engaged for four years. Woof. Okay. So I bought it when I was, like, an E2 in the military, okay. which I was making, like, no money. So it's... I mean, it's a nice ring. Like, don't get me wrong, but right, I'm sure it is. But I feel like I should get her something a little bit more.
1: You want to upgrade, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I,
0: I know, I don't know how some of these dudes do it, man. I see like some pictures of dudes like younger than me with like a fucking $50,000 wedding ring or engagement ring. And I'm just like, what? bro, I'm like, did you, did you rob a bank to to pay for this? like
1: that's like beyond like i don't understand like i'm not trying to shit on the people who like to get you know fancier rings i guess but like why do you even need fifty thousand dollars on your ring on your yeah. finger bro? like what yeah i, what I don't know man become of that aside from like someone trying to rob you i just feel like get a nice ring but you don't need 50 g's on your finger bro that's just crazy to me but i mean there's people with a lot of money out there and i guess you know that's how they decide they want to live their lives
0: Hey man, but, if you can, if you can afford it and you don't have to take out a second mortgage, like I would have to, to do that, then, then go for it by all means. But
1: G's on a finger, bro. Yeah, I don't I'd, know, man. That's crazy. Like I can understand, like, even if you can't afford it, maybe I, I think that even if I was like crazy, crazy wealthy, I think I'd still like, I'd be like, you could put, you could put that into so many other things. You could like help a lot of people with that money too, instead of just putting.
0: it. 50 yeah. You $1. could, I mean, and you could pay off your house, your car. I know that's what I would do. Pay off my debt.
1: I I, I would. And then like, even if. Everything's paid off. I think I would take that and just take that. Maybe put ten ten k on a finger and then take the other forty g's I was going to spend on a ring and just donate it to charity or something. Man, yeah. there's no need to have <laughs> yeah. that. I that mean, kind of
0: I just don't think I could. It hurts me to spend like two hundred dollars on something. <laughs> like it physically pains me. Like I'll I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack at the at the cash register whenever I spend a lot of money on something.
1: If the older i get the worse i get with that i don't understand it. Yeah. when i was younger like i would be perfectly fine with like i would buy i'd buy a pair of sneakers like 220 250 dollars i'd be like you only live once you know but then now i look at it and every every time i'm making a purchase i'm just like overcalculating it the only time i don't look at it that way is when i'm purchasing food like if i'm on doordash i just pull <laughs> yeah <my address. laughs>
0: yeah just hit the order button we're the same way dude we order uh we don't have like doordash or anything out here we have this thing called uh augusta to go and they i mean they hit you with like a seven dollar delivery fee a 250 service charge i'm just like whatever dude fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna get it i want it
1: it's like if it's a spot that doesn't normally deliver what are you gonna do you know what i mean you're paying for that convenience so that's why i look at it
0: we're not going out to eat and if we do go out to eat it's like we go somewhere that there's outdoor seating and we can sit like Twenty feet away from someone else, you know. Yeah, like, that's
1: the only way that I'll go. The only exception I made was uh, this weekend was my brother's birthday, and um, we went to a little Portuguese spot. And uh, luckily, I will give them credit; they're really good about the socially distancing thing. I was really worried about that, so I was pretty good. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I can't do it. I don't want to go anywhere.
0: I can't. I can't blame people for going, and I I definitely can't blame people for keeping their stuff open. You know, like mm-hmm. I would feel like people have to go to those restaurants so they can stay open. So like, I understand. Right. But at the same time, like, you know, it scares the
1: shit out of me, man.
0: First of all, I don't like leaving my house. So it's like,
1: yeah, this is all right. One thing, like I'm already a homebody as it is. And yeah. then you tell me that there's a terrifying, deadly disease outside that's airborne. I'm like, yeah, I mean, now it's an even more reason just to stay home. I don't have to yeah. go anywhere now. So, but
0: I was looking so for it. Cause I was thinking about getting like uh They keep emailing me about Falcons season tickets.
1: Dude, I want to do it for the Pats so bad.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I would get Titans ones if I lived in Tennessee, obviously. But right, of course. I want the Mercedes-Benz Stadium is so damn nice that it's like I would pay the money to have tickets to there. It's like a two-hour drive, and I would go every Sunday if I could. But
1: make a trip out of it.
0: Yeah, but. Not now.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course not. Well, that's why I was, I was talking to my brothers about it. You know, I was like, I was like, hey, once all this stuff, you know, shifts, because we are like lifelong Patriots fans. We're born and raised in New England. I know a lot of people are going to hear this and they're going to scoff. We are, um, but Gillette's like literally a forty-minute drive. And um, like we're all into like our adult years now and we're all like, you know, making our own money. And I figured let's let's see because I know it's a wait list. I don't know how long the wait list is, but I was like, let's just put ourselves on the wait list, man, because I can see that being like a little Sunday tradition. Me and my brothers just taking the drive to Gillette, watching the games, whether they're good or bad. I mean, I would hope that hopefully we re-sign Cam and, you know, he continues to be successful, but I would love to be a season tickets holder.
0: He's he's working out really well there right now. Um, a lot better than I thought he would, but I just hope McDaniel's lets him throw the ball more. I guess like in those crunch time moments, like when they're running the ball against Seattle on the one yard line, I'm like, like come on, man, he's a he's a you know MVP level quarterback. You don't have to run the ball with him every time he sees the ball. You know,
1: he makes good decisions. He's I mean he's athletic too. Where like if you were to give him the you know if you were to give him the option to throw. And he sees an option to run. I, I trust him taking that option. And yeah. if we if we live and die by that, I'm okay dying by that. Then dying by such a predictable play. Where it we it was just so
0: predictable, team. man. And I, I it hurt my soul to see it happen because I don't know if I'm sure he liked the play call because he likes right. to be involved. But mm-hmm. I was just hoping that maybe he would check out of that or something. And that you could
1: I feel like you could tell he wanted to, but like at the same time, like he's still trying to be respectful of the fact that he's on a new team and he wants to stick to the game plan and
0: trying to trying to make sure or keep Bill happy, keep Josh happy. Yeah.
1: So and I respect him doing that too, but I think there's gonna be a point, and I mean it stinks that this is what's going on is going on, because I don't know if you saw Stephon Gilmore today was positive for COVID as well. So like who knows what the season holds. But if we do get to continue the season and Cam comes back within a few weeks, I could see him kind of like Breaking out of his shell, and I can see Bill being okay with it, as well as Josh McDaniels being okay with it too. So I think that you know, there's a lot of differences I'm seeing in Bill Belichick. Like I've never seen him praise a player so much. um And then you're seeing, I feel like we're seeing a lot of differences in Cam as well, a lot more maturity and stuff like that. So it's like it's just just coming perfectly together, and hopefully COVID doesn't ruin it, man. Because yeah. I feel like Cam, I see Cam, I think Cam could be a dark horse MVP candidate the way that he was going, you know. And if they do let him throw more. Yeah. the sky's the limit. But I mean,
0: I like I like him. Obviously, Mahomes. Obviously, Russ. Um,
1: I think Russ is number one for sure. Right? right yeah, now. right
0: now, Josh Allen's looking really good right now.
1: Yep. Josh, out of nowhere, man. I thought Josh Allen was just a very like average to slightly above average quarterback, and now he's just balling. But he's, I think it's,
0: he, he just needed that time to develop. Oh, yeah.
1: And now he's got Stephon Diggs, too. He's got great people around him. So, I mean, it sucks because I'm a Pats fan. You never want to see the Bills succeed. But yeah. You can't really hate on a young guy who's on the come-up. Like, it's hard for you to not respect his play right now.
2: No, yeah,
0: he's he's looking good. So, I want to circle back to what you were saying earlier about you and uh, all your family and stuff, making your own money. How do your parents feel about you being a streamer full-time?
1: That's an awesome question. Um, my I don't think my dad still fully understands it uh, because, yeah. like, To him, like he doesn't fully understand gaming. You know what I mean? Like I've showed him like Mm -hmm. he's he still gets baffled when I like when I showed him like FIFA from a few years ago. You know what I mean? He thinks that it's like a real game that I'm like somehow like simulating or something like that. Um, so when I told him that the games that I play are a way of me making money and making a living, at first he just he's like, Wait, what do you mean? Like, how are you you're playing games and people are sending you money? I'm like, they're not like sending me money. They're they're, you know, enjoying the entertainment that i'm giving them yeah and it's just a back and forth argument with him and then it ultimately ends up in him just saying well you know you could do masonry with me and you could be making solid you know consistent money and and then i you know it's just basically me saying well i don't want to wake up at 4 a.m every day and break my back so it just goes back and forth and then he says for some reason every every time we talk about this he says that i'm going to lose my eyesight because of how much i'm (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh shit! All right, well. at
1: her monitor. So that's my dad. My mom is super supportive of it. She's really cool. Like she's more Americanized because a lot of people don't know. But my my parents came here from the Azores in like the seventies. Okay. Um. So, but my mom came here when she was younger, so she's a bit more Americanized. Like she's still very Portuguese, but she gets things. She's much more modernized. And um at first, she was like, you know, I, she was very supportive, but she's like, but make sure you have like a backup plan, you know, just like any parent would. Yeah. Um. But you know, now she's probably one of my biggest fans. Like she watches all my YouTube videos and she'll she'll tell me about parts of the stream where she was laughing and she thought was funny, or if I say something stupid, she wants you know she'll smack me next time I see her. <laughs> stuff like that. So she's yeah. very, very supportive of it. I'm very, you know, fortunate in that aspect. And my stepdad is actually super supportive of it, too. My stepdad um is a really cool dude. He's been a cop for like twenty five, almost thirty years. and um he loves seeing me branch out into something that I'm actually happy doing because, what cool. I was doing beforehand, I was in the hotel industry and I loved my job until we merged. We merged with a larger company and I quickly became miserable. I hated my job and he saw that and he saw like it was just sucking the life out of me and he says he's very happy for me now and you know he's, he's uh, trying to be very, very helpful in how to manage my money for the future too. He's really smart with that stuff. So That's uh, a lot of support yeah. and just a lot of misunderstanding from like a lot of other like, basically my Americanized family members, they think it's awesome my very, very Portuguese family members don't understand why strangers on the internet send me money to play video <laughs> game games. So
0: yeah, yeah like I could a, see like that. It's a
1: weird balance.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I, I just think, like, as someone who goes to, like, an office job every week and, like, I sit in front of a computer for, you know, 50-plus hours a week, it's like, mm-hmm. and it's not that I don't, it's not that I hate what I do, it's just that I know that I could be doing something that I enjoy more. Right. So it's like I respect that's why I, that's why I have so much respect for people who who do like stream and provide entertainment and stuff like that and make videos. Thank you. Because I'm too scared to actually do it. And that's why I'm actually doing the podcast now. Mm-hmm. I don't plan on making it a career or anything, but I just wanted to branch out and do oh, something no. that I actually feel like I would enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Like uh
1: Dude, that's huge. Like that's massive because I didn't start this thinking that I would make it into a career. Like I started it because, and that's how like, it should I be, en- exactly. And I enjoyed. I've always enjoyed gaming my whole life, um, and I've I've literally watched streams since like Justin TV, and I just yeah. always thought it was such a cool thing to do. And this was before like even money was a possibility. I was just wow, this is awesome, and I wanted to do. It. I never had the technology. I could never afford the technology. Um, and then once I started working my job. I was like, well, you know, now I can afford to do some of these things. Let me just kind of full send it and like, let me, you know, put some quality into it and see if I can be impactful and see if people enjoy it. And I said, if at the, at the very least, I'm playing these games anyway. I might yep. as well just go live and see if people enjoy my my content. And here we are. And honestly, dude, like you said, you you said something about, you know, kind of being scared to venture out. But um, like, I would have never, I would have never made the full time push. I had to be pushed. You know what I mean? Like, so yep. Unfortunately, another part of that merger with another company led to them laying people off. And I was the most recent person promoted. So of course, I was the first person to get the axe. And when I got the axe, I had like, this is where I had two difficult decisions. I was like, okay, I can either full send it into full time or I can start applying for jobs. And uh, I just said, fuck it, dude, let's just full send it into full time. But I had to, I was already on the, on the diving board, but I was looking down and I was too scared. And I don't know, there was, I don't know, whatever higher power you believe in pushed me the fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And here we are, and you know, it's actually uh, this month was one year of full time streaming, and I mean, I'm not homeless yet, so I guess we're doing right.
0: No, yeah, and that's that's my thing. Like you said, something uh, that you didn't plan for it to be a career, and like Mm. I feel like those people who do it with no aspirations of, or not not even they could have aspirations to make it a career, but with just going into it saying, I want to do this because it's fun for me. Mm. Uh, It's fun for me it's a hobby and then wherever it goes, that's where it goes, you know? And I feel exactly. like those people find a lot more success in the long run because they're not trying to push, push, push immediately to, you know, get a big paycheck from it and, and so on and so forth.
1: Exactly. That's the only <clears throat> way to look at it because, and that's like, and that's when I started to make money from it was because I didn't expect anything out of it. You know, it's like when, when I started getting donations and subs, I'm like, what is actually happening? You yep. know what I mean? It's, so it, it's it's such a blessing. I still can't like I look back and like, especially days where like, you know, there's times where I'm sitting here and I'm like, damn, man, like, those days were slow, or I'm not growing. I'm wondering what I'm doing wrong. And I look back to when I started, and I'm like, just the fact that I'm even in this position is a blessing. And you know, if you would have told me, you know, two years ago, or two and a half years ago, when I started that I'd be in this position, I would have told you you're crazy. So who knows, maybe two and a half years from now, I'll look back. And I'll say, damn, I can't believe how far I've come again. That's what I'm hoping. And I'm just going to continue to just grind my ass off show how passionate i am about this and just let it all happen naturally
0: yep that's one one thing that you know i i know it's probably not a popular opinion it's just like i've said it plenty of times on like twitter and stuff but just too many people i feel like just too many people are in the space now streaming it's just too many people who are not doing it for the right reasons i feel like you know this is just me as a viewer feeling like this but I you know, just I mean, feel
1: like a lot of people in the space who feel the same way.
0: Yeah. I just feel like there's so many people like, uh, I don't know. They just go into it for the, with the wrong intentions, you know, like immediately they want to hit affiliate immediately. They want to get emotes immediately. They want to, uh, you know, just, they expect to be hosted by people who are bigger than them. And, and to me that it, it's annoying for one, like I've said this on Twitter as well, that there's so many people in one, in like, a, you know, the community that we're in, you know, the Nick Merck's, uh, the Fam community. I mean, there's, a, I love everybody in it, but there's, there's some people in there that I'm just like, you know, you're just, you're clout chasing, you know, and me, I, I
2: yeah,
0: yes, yeah, and I, and I'll openly admit, like, I tweet shit like with Nick in it and I know it's going to get more interaction than other shit. And I'll, I'll straight up admit it. Like, you know, I feel like that's a form of clout chasing, like, but at the same time, I'm not trying to monetize the clout, you know? (laughs)
1: Like I think, yeah, you know, you're going to get more interactions with it, but like, you're also like, you're not creating, like you create videos all the time. So like, you'll make it, like I think you made one today. Or you posted one today that was just a good morning. It was hilarious. And then you'll do one with like Marco that I think is hilarious. And you know, you know, you know, that one might not get as many interactions, but it's still funny. So you're just you make these funny videos and you make one with Nick because you're part of the community, regardless of whether, you know, if that's going to have more interactions or not. I don't think you're doing it with the intention of like, oh, this is going to make me blow up, you know, you're doing it because, you know, it's funny and a yeah. larger whole of the community is going to enjoy it, which we all do, because let's be honest, you haven't missed on, on any of these videos yet, especially in the Nick ones. <laughs> and we look forward to that. So you're providing you're providing a service as much as you I mean you might not believe it but you're providing a service to the people in the MFAM community or people who might not even be in the community they might see that clip and they might start watching Nick as well. So you're yep. doing something that's good. You're not doing something to make money out of it. You're doing something to share what you like which is Nick. Obviously we love watching Nick and you're you're sharing that enjoyment with others. So I don't see I don't see that as a wrong
0: thing. Well, I I, I mean, appreciate other examples, I appreciate so. you saying that. Like cuz sometimes i'll feel like, you know, i'll be like, do i need to make this video? Does it? Cuz if i start making like more than one or two a week, then i just feel like it just looks it looks bad kind of.
1: I think i think the people in the community know who you are and know how you are and like we genuinely look forward to those videos. And i think that that is that that alone right there, it serves a purpose and it's not like you're not some like random dude who like we we barely see in the community, barely interacts with the community. And you're just making a bunch of Nick Merck's content. Your your entire Twitter is dedicated to Nick Merck's content and <laughs> solely Nick Merck's content. And then you're just trying to blow up off of it. And yeah. then you randomly start streaming out of nowhere or something. You know, it's not like you're doing that. So I think you're. I think you're fine. And I think that the I, people who are genuinely in the community know that. I just think
0: I mean? yeah. And I think that's a. Th- I think another thing is you just have to be self aware. Like mm-hmm. you have to be self aware and don't pretend like. Like, I'll never just pretend, like, I just came out of nowhere on Twitter, like, no. Like, it was, like, I knew the people that I was tweeting funny shit for. Like, I, it, like, I knew uh, the audience that I was after with those I, tweets, you know? And, like, I knew no, that I, I would you. grow my Twitter by doing that, which is cool. But I also know that the people that I'm growing it for and who are following me and I'm following are part of the same community. So I can, you know,
1: sharing a common interest. Yeah,
0: exactly. There you go. But yeah. Um, so like, I wanted to ask you, I have some notes written down, but I'm not really going right. by them. Cause I feel like that's kind of goofy, but there's like one thing. Reminder. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you like, what is your, what's one of your biggest pet peeves? Like for streaming wise or chat wise or, or Twitch wise, just in general.
1: So many things come up, but I feel like, um, I'll go with one for just other streamers and I'll go with one for chat, but like, uh, just etiquette. I think that I think Twitch right now, especially with, like you said, how saturated the space is. There's so many people who are starting to stream and they just don't have like any streamer or like Twitch etiquette. And they just, they come into chat and they're so infatuated with the fact that they stream and they're so like, they get so like blinded by the fact that they're streamers now because they hit that go live button that the only thing that they want to talk about in your chat is their stream. Yeah. And um, that is one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, I'm yep. okay with talking, like, especially if you're a member of my community, I'm so happy to discuss your stream and your successes and your failures or whatever it is that you want to talk about. But when like someone comes in like once a week or once a month, and they drop in the chat and they say like, Oh, hey, I got affiliate today. And, it, you know, and a lot of the times they'll 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 do it ever so slightly and they'll add like, oh, you know, it, it's because I watch your yeah. stream and I feel like that's nice. But like, you know, I've seen you in here two other times. I can't yeah. really have inspired you that much. And now you're just telling me you hit affiliate. And then you, I won't, you won't see them again for another month <laughs> until they, you know, they hit their next sub goal or something. I don't or, know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I...
1: So it's like, well, did I really inspire you? Or did you just want to tell people in chat that you're an affiliate now? So hopefully they'll come over there. And it's like, I don't know, like maybe I'm just being like, I'm, maybe maybe i'm being jaded but nope. it's such a, it's such a pet it's it irks me it irks me so much and i hate that and i just would love for like newer streamers or just there's there's streamers who have do been doing it for a long time and i cannot stand it or like you know this to bring up the Nick Merks thing again there are people who and this they do this and it doesn't mean it's going to work and i don't care if it's going to work but it's a principle thing and they will go into a chat that they've never been to before, or they pop in once a month, they throw their emotes in there. You will, you will, will, I will greet them by their name and try and start a conversation and they're gone. Yep. And you will see them again a month <laughs> later and they do the same thing. And it's like, okay, I know that nobody went over to your stream, but I don't care. It's a principal thing. Please don't do that. It's disrespectful and you look like a piece of shit. Yeah, see, know, I of- agree
0: with everything you said there, except for the fact that I don't think anybody, regardless of how long they've been Uh, a sub or they've been in your community i mean that that's all personal preference like if it's it's cool if it's cool with you then that. i mean obviously it's your channel you you make the rules but to me i don't think anybody should should do that like
1: it's true though i mean it's it's you know you came to it's like you went to a concert and you went up to like the lead singer and started talking about your music while he's trying to sing you know what i mean so it's like yeah what are you doing bro just yep. just enjoy the show like and i i and i know it's a community and they're, they're there to chat and i do i enjoy talking about other people's successes and stuff like that but i just think it's just when you just drop in there randomly you're like hey dude i got affiliate today i know i've only watched you twice but you inspired me and you know they just copy pasted it like fucking like 30 times in uh, 30 other chats that they happen yep. to watch one time <laughs> yeah and it's just like bro come on you know so that's one of my biggest things is just streamer etiquette just knowing that you know it's rude when you're in someone else's chat to discuss stuff that's about your stream i'm happy to talk about your life i'm happy to talk about anything that's going on i, I want people to be able to ask me any question like i'm i rarely get uncomfortable behind the mic like i can literally the other day i was talking about my ass hair for Christ's sake. i don't care you know <laughs> yeah. literally talk about anything but I don't like when people come in and just try and mooch off of the fact that they're a streamer. Like I had someone come in the other day and they were talking about how they're, how the far they're making it in some sort of competition for their streaming. And, um, you know, while I'm proud of them, it's just like things that could be said. And like, if you really want to talk to the streamer that inspired you, if you DM them like me, I respond to all my DMS, just DM me, be like, Hey dude, you inspired me to do this. And you're probably going to get a much more personalized message in return than I, and, and it's be much more thoughtful than me and chat. be Like, Yeah, that's that's exactly
0: what I was going to say It's like, if you want to tell someone that they inspired you, shoot them a DM, tweet them. Uh, If you want everyone to know, just tweet them open like, hey, this guy really inspired me to start streaming. He has a great stream. Go check him out. There you go. End of story
1: chances are you'll probably get a retweet from me too, because like, yep. I love that, you know? But when yep. you do it in chat, when I'm live, I know what you're trying to do. And yep. it just, it's such a turnoff for me. And and honestly, chances are that I, like i it leaves a bad taste in my mouth and I probably won't check out your stream. I probably won't like, you know, maybe host yeah, you down the road because I see what you're in there for.
0: If I could say some of the things that I wanted to say in Twitch chat to people, like, especially like in your stream or Tuba stream or Gumby stream, you know, cause you guys are, uh, you're not like huge, but you're you guys are up there with with numbers yeah, and like stuff in, like, compared to, you're you're probably in the top like what three percent of viewers on Twitch. There's like,
1: some way I can even look at that too. Yeah, but we're up there.
0: Yeah, I mean you guys are up there, and I just see people all the time like, you know, dropping other their emotes in there. Uh, you know, like I've seen shit as blatant as, "Hey, can you host me when I when you get yeah. off?" And I'm just like, if I could say you know, shit without sounding like a complete asshole, I, I would do it, but it's, it's not so worth hard. it. And then I, I, I subtweet shit all the time. I'm like these motherfuckers, you know, like nobody, these people, I don't know, man. It, it irks me because I know how hard like guys like you and Tuba and Gumby have been on the grind. And like, I, I mean, I, I don't know how long I've been following you probably like a year or two. Same, same with Tubas. Same with Gumby. Uh, and it's just like i see guys like like your size still putting in the work putting in the you know the grind and stuff and it just irks me i see like shit in the chat and i'm just like fuck man you just
1: want to call it out it's tough <laughs> yeah. because i see it sometimes in other people's chats but it's like i don't know like cuz it's not my chat so are I'm they like, cool with that or are they yeah, yeah you it, might be cool with it,
0: and that's you my know? thing like i or like i'll be in like uh like i was in a neo stream this morning and some dude said some shit like that and i don't have to say anything because neil just be like hey guys this guy's streaming and then he'll ban him <laughs> and then it's
1: just neil handles that shit so well like yeah, i admire how he handles things like when people call him out for hacking like yeah. <laughs> just, yeah i i wish i could embrace that same demeanor sometimes i'm not as like casual about it he's so good I, I i watch him and i'm like damn i wish i could do that
0: he's been in the spotlight for so long i think he just knows how to handle it i mean ever since you know he, i mean he's been playing with he was playing with nick you know like 5 6 years yeah, ago did.
1: Exactly and he's he's just tried and tested. He's a veteran at this point, yeah, so yeah, he knows but how to handle him. admire with oh. him what he does, so but yeah, no, in it dude, it sucks, it sucks that people are like that because, like you said, like people like myself, Tuba and Gumby, we work our asses off and we're we're trying to do all the right things. we're not trying to mooch off of anybody. We're just genuinely like chasing our dreams and and, and putting our all into something, and then you've got people who they see this as a way to maybe try and make some quick money. They don't really have as much drive or passion, and they don't give a shit about the you know community, and they're just trying to mooch, and it sucks because it's it's just there's so many of them out there. It sucks and, as uh, a viewer
0: too because like, yeah. I, I've said this before, but when you have eighty people all live at the same time from the same community, the the chats are just not there. Like your chat, it's not,
1: it's not the same. It doesn't move as much.
0: Yeah, your chat is your chat is usually pretty popping. Tubas is usually pretty popping. Um, you know, guys like Frozone, pretty popping. Yeah, Fro kills but, it. But you get to, like, the, the the, I would say probably, like, a tier or two below you guys, um, viewer-wise. And, I mean, there's just no chat. And, like, I feel bad because, like, I'll, I'll hop in there, but. I mean, like I said, I'm, there's I'm sorry. To do,
1: man. Nobody to talk to. Yeah. I'm you know, like, talk. I'm
0: sorry, dude, but like, I can't just watch you play among us or, or not, or not among us because there would have to be other people talking, but, but like fall guys, I can't watch you play it with nobody else to talk to. Like, I, right. I love Constance. you. I love you as a person, but I'm sorry, man. You know, it, it sucks, but.
1: It does. And it, it takes away from the people. Like, cause there might be people who are doing this for the right reasons. It's genuine, but there's, there's a lot of people in the community who are now streaming and then there's a lot of people in the community who are now torn and they've got 40 tabs open and they're in, and they're trying to be active in 10 different chats and it's it's impossible it's almost like i feel like it's it's taxing on the community because they want to support their friends they want to be able to chat and watch these streams but it make, almost becomes work yeah. now because you you don't wanna you don't wanna disappoint this person. You wanna be in this person's chat, but you wanna support your friend that you play, you know, Call of Duty with on Thursdays, and he's starting a stream. And it's it's just it's so taxing on the community as a whole and it stinks and it stinks for the streamers and even even for guys like me and Tuba, because we still do get the chat popping, but you do see a difference. And then certain parts of the day when there's more people going live, you do see it. There's a little bit of a drift away. There's a little bit of a yep. drop down and you're and we're trying to get the conversation going. So it does affect everybody. It stinks. And um, I just, I understand that, you know, we're in a pandemic and a lot more people can try and you know, and take advantage of this opportunity now. But I just hope that there's more people doing it for the right reasons than the wrong reasons. Yep. And um, I hope that, you know, the community sticks around and sees the people who are really, really chasing this dream for the right reasons and they decide to continue to support us, you know?
0: Yep, 100%. Um, let's see. I can edit this too. So if there's any dead space in what we're talking about, that's perfect. Uh,
1: I got Kakoa sending me a DM. I'm just going to tell my shit soon.
0: Nah, yeah, you're good. <laughs> Let me see what do I got on here.
2: <clears throat> all right, Ben. Sorry, we're good.
0: No, you're good. Uh, so I got a question on here on my notes. Who are mm-hmm. three people that influenced you as a streamer besides Nick? You can't okay. answer with Nick. We all That's know. Fine, we all. We, we know. We Nick all. Everyone cool. knows that that Nick is like the. You know, it's my guy. The my legend. Guys who, yeah, Nick is the yeah. goat
1: and he's done a lot but um immediately what comes to mind is uh sancho west he's okay. not like you know the biggest most cloud streamer in the world but there was a while where i was just running like you know i was running fortnite customs and it was miserable yeah,
0: um, how was that and,
1: <laughs> yeah dude you saw it and i mean yeah. i'm sure gumby could attest to because he's doing it even tuba was doing it for a little while and it's just it, it in my opinion like it wasn't i didn't feel like i was creating content like i just felt like i was just providing a place for people to play, which yeah, sucks.
0: you're just a mediator at at a point to a point. Right.
1: Yeah. And I was miserable and I was still working my job. I was working 50 hours a week and a job that I hated and coming home and streaming customs for like six or seven hours and I wanted to die. It was really sad. So um I didn't know where I wanted to go with my content. I didn't feel like I was doing anything artistic or creative in any way. I started starting I was trying to break away from customs, but like I was just playing Fortnite solos or like duos and like just playing in the sweatiest way, but I've never been that good of a player. I've always been like slightly above, I've always been like good enough for pubs, but never competitive. Yep. So like I was just stuck and I'm I started way. watching him. Uh, it's just, it's, I don't like, I don't enjoy competitive Fortnite and I don't, and I don't enjoy like pub stomping. On, it's not like Call of Duty. So you get it.
0: I'm the same um, way. Yeah, I, I, and, yep.
1: Born. So I didn't know what to do. And I had started watching Sancho and um, he really kind of opened a window or opened a doorway to showing like what you could do with Fortnite content. And he was doing a lot of the meme content. He was doing a lot of like the, just kind of trying to catch people off guard, different like skins and stuff like that. And I saw that and I thought that was hilarious. Um, And, and just the way that he approached creating content, like, not just playing a game to sweat it out and stomp on everybody, but just enjoying the game, trying to make somebody genuinely laugh with what you're doing, whether it's with you know, something funny, something stupid, a fail, whatever it is. Um, to me, that broke me out of this really bad rut of trying to do customs and zone wars and, and sweaty solos. And it turned me into somebody who just focused on the actual content creation aspect of it. And I feel like while my viewership it's not the same as customs. I feel like it helped me build a much more strong community. Yeah. Uh, and it felt like my content that I was putting out helped me grow my Twitter a lot more. helped me grow my social a lot more because the content I was putting out was actually enjoyable for people to watch. Yep. So uh, Sancho, I would say if we're not talking about Nick Merck, Sancho is number one for me. Okay. He, like I said, he might not be the biggest, most clouded dude, but
0: that's even guy, better. Honestly, if you ask me, I mean, I feel like those are the guys who they're putting the it most in genuine, there. honestly, like the most genuine people.
1: And he's probably one of the most genuine dudes you will ever, ever talk to like the guy and like, and and this was, and this, this goes into like another kind of Twitch thing where it's like, you know, people who want to talk about like networking, Mm -hmm. like never mentioned a dude once I was a streamer, I just went into his chat, I subbed, I started chatting, I started vibing and he eventually caught on to the fact that I was a streamer at some point. I don't know. I think, I think at some point he just followed me back on Twitter and he saw my content. And, um, and by that time I was already starting to do some similar stuff to him um and he was like okay this this guy has similar values and he started asking me to game um and we just connected and we linked up and it's been one of the greatest like something somebody who i see as a massive inspiration and somebody that i look up to is now also like one of my better friends in the community which kind of blows my mind because like i look at it sometimes i'm like man like i really look up to this dude and like he's my homie which is crazy so but he um he's awesome and you know that led to like being able to play with like nick 830 which is baffles my mind and that's all because of him like being a good genuine dude and like vouching on me and just speaking my praises whenever he can like he's on like the main broadcast for Fortnite, and he's talking about like the way that i say flopper because i'm massive from massachusetts like just stuff like that which is crazy so yeah just a good dude and he tries to shout out his homies whenever he can which is a genuine person so he's number one for me that's
0: a hundred percent like what i was saying in your in your chat the other day it was networking is is key but mm-hmm. it has to be natural networking. It can't be nice. it can't be forced networking because
1: you can tell. You can smell it from a mile yep. away when somebody's in there for the wrong reason. But yep. if you're in there because you genuinely like somebody's content and you're just there to enjoy the content and vibe, you yep. can you can tell, man. Like I don't know why everybody needs to like first off, like if anybody's watching this and you genuinely believe that a Twitch host is gonna change your life, it won't. There's like Tfue could host you tomorrow for like thirty k if your content is shit it's not gonna change you like' it's nope. that it can't change the fact that the content's not there so like if if I were a start a streamer starting up and like my mentality is like I need to get a host I need to get a host I need to get a host, it's it changes nothing bro until the content's there you're not gonna retain the viewership and even then when the content's there it's still difficult because people are bound very tightly to a community so like i've I've gotten some fairly considerably large hosts and i'm not blowing up you know what i mean it's it's something that takes a tremendous amount of work and time and it kind of just has to happen on its own it doesn't come from a large host you know those numbers people are always going to watch their streamer so yeah trust me when i say there's no host that will change your streaming career or your life it'll help you but you're not going to blow up overnight if it's going to
0: change your life then you better have some really really good shit you're putting out
1: yeah, you better be putting out the most compelling content. You have to be putting out more compelling content than that streamer that just dropped a several thousand viewers on. You. Yep. And you <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Like, Are you doing that? Probably not. I'm this I'm not saying this to be a dickhead. I'm saying this to be real with you. So, stop looking for a host. Stop, you know, trying to network for hosts. Just watch streams. If you like the content, talk to the streamer like a person, not like a statistic or a number, you know what I mean? And yeah. you'll be fine. 100%. Uh, so Sash, all right. So sorry, I, I kind of drifted there. But no, you're Sancho, good, you're good. Um, he's a huge inspiration to me. Um, so would it be streamers, or can like YouTube can YouTube content anybody be there as just well?
0: anybody who influenced your your track on this career?
1: This is gonna sound crazy, but like, and I know I'm gonna take some some shit for this, but like Kanye West is a really large inspiration for me because of like I'm not I was never a very confident person and like the dude just like anytime you hear him speak anytime he talks like he wants you to exude confidence and like just listening to his music growing up and seeing the way that he carries himself granted i know he's a little crazy i know he says some (laughs) wild shit yeah i understand that artists usually do he it's like you know van gogh cut his ear off for christ's sakes like sometimes when you're a genius you gotta be a little wild you gotta
0: be a little crazy to be that good at something honestly
1: Exactly. So and he he helped me and he helped instill a certain confidence in me that I feel like you need to be a content creator. Um, so Kanye West is a big inspiration for me for many reasons. But because he helped me kind of find my confidence, uh, that that's a big one right there. As And I know that that's a little, I know it's a little offbeat. And I know that I am going to take some shit for that because some of the stuff that he said, but I don't care because it's just the truth. The guy's inspired me in so many ways. And- it's
0: your shit, man. I mean,
1: I honestly, you know, Kanye West music and gaming is the reason that I'm probably alive today, as crazy as that sounds. But his music and, you know, if it wasn't for video games, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. So Kanye's got to be up there for sure. And then number three is tough because there's like so many things that come to mind. But um, I kind of want to keep it in the streaming realm for sure.
0: Okay.
1: Oof. Man, it's so hard to leave out some people. But if I have to, if you
0: don't want to explain it, if you just want to run a list of people, you can do that.
1: I like that. Okay, so for a long time, and it sucks because I I actually absolutely despise this person now, but I grew up watching Nate shot videos, right? <laughs> and this was like this was like the biggest heartbreak, like when it when it, all that shit went down, like my heart was yeah. broken, bro, because like. I loved Nate and then he ended up being like a snake. So, Nate shot for a long time for me. Nate shot got me into like the whole kind of gaming scene. Me you too. Know? Yep. So, uh, Nate shot's a big inspiration. I hate to say it, but I'm just going to be honest. You know, the dude, the dude's videos, I watched. He was the, like he was really- the start
0: of, of all this shit. He was the beginning of all this shit. So, yeah, I, I yep. mean, I'm 100% on board with you on that one. Yeah. It sucks what happened, but you know, it is what it is. That's, yeah.
1: it's it's it's, it is what it is and i mean now i know i'm i just i i like all shot right we don't talk about the new Nadeshot is what it is right (laughs) but we just i like to think there was a period where he was not i
0: I look at it like this like i think nick might be in a better position now Mm -hmm. than he was there anyway so maybe nade shot actually did what was best for both both parties maybe it ended up that it was best for both parties maybe not then but maybe now so that's maybe the saving grace of that situation, I think.
1: And then that'll take me to a couple that I'll go down the list just quickly. But um, okay. Zerg Grizz and Toy Soldier, sniping montages. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be as obsessed with, you know, gaming and gaming content creation if it wasn't for that. And, uh, you know, basically face sniping as a whole, but face temper. Oh, my God, yeah. dude. I, I love face temper. Um and the dude the dude's videos again that's another thing i would watch like religion man and uh i i could never do half of the shit that he was doing with the sniper yep but i attempted it and i made some of the shittiest little (laughs) i did the same
0: thing on black ops 2
1: i tried to emulate it i watched so
0: many black ops 2 trick shotting videos and i would try to like go do it on bots like off carrier and uh, raid and stuff and it was just it was so fun man that was just peak gaming peak gaming time
1: so face temper is another one but like face sniping as a whole but temper for me just kind of stood out a little bit more i don't i think it's because like he's he's brazilian but he's got the portuguese element so that kind of i don't know maybe that kind of stuck with me so that right there um ksi before he turned into like an irl youtuber i used to watch (laughs) his fifa youtube a lot i loved ksi um i would say he's definitely up there and uh i mean there's a lot of it's a lot of youtubers when i was a kid that pushed me into gaming then it's transitioned over into streaming. Um, and there's so many homies that i love watching now uh we could go on for days but yeah, we'll stick for with sure, guys for sure. who pushed me into the scene and and then kept me in the scene and we'll, that's what we'll say and then obviously i know i can't say nick but nick number one number one day. yep,
0: for everybody i think uh, in our community at least uh youtube is youtube is why i started doing pretty much all of my hobbies gaming fishing i mean just everything is right. it was youtube related i mean like i would watch fish i'd i'd give a shit less about fishing than i started watching on youtube Which i went you out mean? and dropped way too much money on fishing shit and i started fishing every single day and like it was awesome like i still love fishing but same with gaming and stuff i feel like youtube is just like youtube is the best platform period mm-hmm. in my opinion uh not for streaming, but but just in general, like it's for the, the entertainment the space. Platform, yeah. yeah. I think that
1: I think that with time, YouTube will be better in terms of the streaming platform thing because it's already good for it's better for exposure as a streamer. But uh, in yeah. terms of like the UI and, and the chat. And they just all that yeah.
0: Stuff, if, it's just not there. I no. always said this. Just copy and paste Twitch's shit and you're good. Uh, if let's... they
1: copy and paste the Twitch's shit, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. They would, they, would they? They have the number one exposure because what Twitch lacks right now. Is like they don't. It's it's you can't gain more exposure on Twitch. Like you're not going to grow just streaming on Twitch, but you could go grow by just streaming on YouTube because they have billions of users already on the platform, just there, and they yeah. could just push your content. Whereas Twitch, like
0: front page, it, is it?
1: That's it. That's yeah. literally it. Yeah. And uh, Twitch could do a lot to change that, but um, I don't think they will. Like simply just making a better clips interface. Like if you were to make like a page where you could, you know. You know, they, they just not just like their trending clips that they do underneath clips. I mean, like a clips page and a feed and something where you could almost like a retweet and comment on clips. Um, because right now where clips go to live and die are Reddit. Why? Why? Why would Twitch be OK with that? Like you should it should be there on their own thing. There should be a Twitch uh, twitch.tv/clips.
0: They should and. completely rework the front page of Twitch. Get rid of all the, the only thing there should that should be there for the people that you're fa- already following. It should just be that left that left panel showing everyone you're following. The rest of it should just be people you've never seen before or people that are, and then there should be like you know uh, stream links up top and then clips all the way down, like from just random people. I I think yep. that would be awesome, but uh, I think they it, I think it's a money thing honestly, but
1: gotta be i don't know there's not a lot of people who work on the clips team either there's only a few people too so i just don't understand why something that's so important to your streamers growth yeah. there's not a large team that's dedicated to it but you know hey here we are hopefully they change i love twitch i wouldn't want to stream on any other platform but yeah. uh it sucks that you know we we as streamers have to put and uh, an incredible amount of work outside of the platform that we're trying to grow on to grow on that platform. It's just baffling to me. And I don't understand why they haven't looked into that or at least tried to hopefully they do down the road.
0: Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. All right. I got you for like two more minutes. So I'm going to ask you, you're playing in this, uh, what is it? A ghost tourney today?
1: Yes. Hitch a ride. It's his uh, Movember charity tournament. It's 5k. And we're playing me, Kakoa, Esta and famed. I think the dude's name is, he seems like a nice guy.
0: Yeah. So I saw some of the rosters, On there? Let's see, who did I who did I see on there? I saw like Slasher, Scump. Yep. Uh who else is on there? A bunch of other big Call of Two Duty Puck's guys. In there
1: too, bro. Is Pac like, in there? Yeah, Pac I didn't. I looked there.
0: for Pac. I just didn't see him on. I didn't see him on the list. Any I, I S and S&D just D better. rounds?
1: We're cooked, bro. Like, yeah. you know? I mean, we're cooked <laughs> Dude, regardless. He's nasty, but S and D, no way. Nobody's I do
0: not know how you guys are going to handle that, man. I, I don't even know how I got out. in this
1: tournament, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I somehow, some way, I stumbled my way into things. Yo, I swear. that's going to be
0: an awesome experience. So, like, to get better, you got to play against the best, you know. So, I mean.
1: Right, I haven't touched Ghosts since I was gaming on a TV. Think about yeah. that. Yeah, that's, that's
0: I. I never played Ghost. I was in boot camp whenever it came out, so I never even it's got games. to it's
1: good COD. But I was never very good at it. So yeah. it'll be it'll be interesting to see today. What are your predictions?
0: What do you think? Your how many games do you how many how many rounds do you think you're going to win today?
1: Oh, win the whole thing. We're going to be the you win underdog. the whole thing. All right, nice, Cinderella nice. I like the confidence. All these guys, they're so used to playing all these other Call of Duties, <laughs> and I'm going to catch them off guard, bro. They're gonna they're gonna be like Larry Fishburne.
0: All right, I I hope that is the case. I'll be in there watching you guys. Uh, So I guess we'll we'll wrap it up here. You got you got stuff to do at at three. It's two fifty five. I didn't want to keep you too crazy long.
1: If you want, we could. I know you said you are going to edit it. I am down to like pause it here. And if there is more questions, like we could reconvene literally tonight after stream or early tomorrow before stream. I am perfectly fine with that, bro. If you want more, we could. We could. I am perfectly fine with pausing this here. And if you are going to edit it. By all means, ask me as many more questions as you want. Or if you're happy with what we did, we can we can stop it right here. You know? we'll,
0: well, we can continue it tonight. How long? What time do you think you're going to be off stream?
1: Well, since I'm starting at three, I'll probably end stream either around eleven or twelve. How late do you go? How late you staying up?
0: I can stay up however late.
1: But, I'm yeah, off so for I'm like down. the next
0: ten days, man. I can do whatever. So uh, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll pick this back up later tonight. And I'll try okay. to
1: because I know you've definitely got some more questions, and I would love to answer them, bro. Yeah, I got I got, I got
0: some more stuff that I want to talk about. So
1: I want to give you all of me, bro. All I, right, wanted, I want it to be the best episode. All right.
0: Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be the best episode. At least. Right, at least so far, guaranteed.
1: <laughs> Number first, dude. First episode is gonna start with a bang. Yeah. So we'll we'll pick it back up later. I'll um I'll message you as soon as I get off. Sounds good.
0: Sounds good, man. See you. All then. right,
1: dogs. I appreciate you thinking of me, man. Seriously. Yep. Later, brother.
0: See you. So, anyways, I was, I as soon as we got off last night, I immediately took it and threw it into. uh the video editing software. Right, right. And I clicked play.
2: <laughs>
0: and I s I I started talking first. I introduced you and everything. And then uh I just see your lips moving. I'm like, okay, maybe his mic was muted for like the first like ten or fifteen seconds or something. And I clicked about ten minutes in and it was still just your lips moving. And I was like, maybe it's something. Maybe it's something with the the with the video editing software, <clears throat> and uh, that was not it. And then I remembered that my dumbass had turned off the uh, monitor output for desktop audio on my OBS because I was watching. Uh, I was, yeah, TV was
1: broadcast even the sound you'd get banned. Yeah,
0: and I was. I don't know, just a dumb situation. So anyways, if you're listening now or if you're watching now, we recorded about a 2 hour podcast last night that I had I have zero audio from and it was it was it sucks because it was it was good, like it was like a it was like a good, good. flowing conversation. We talked about a lot of different shit and it just made me really really sad and I feel really bad for 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 wasting Larry's time.
1: It's not a waste of time. I told you, it's a good conversation amongst friends, regardless.
0: Yeah, but now we're back again. <laughs>
1: having another awesome conversation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I hope so. But
1: I take, I'll take my small Ws where I can get them.
0: Yeah, it's just, man. Oh man, it hurts so bad when I realized that. I was just like, my heart dropped. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, first of all, I was like, this sucks because it sucks because it happened and then it sucked even worse when i realized oh shit i'm gonna have to tell him (laughs) (laughs) that everything we just did was useless oh you're like imagine if i wouldn't even have checked it imagine if i would have just taken it yeah and then just output it all put together and then for the whole like last half of the the podcast it was just me talking to nobody and just (laughs) sound like i'm talking to myself Oh, my God, man. That would have been it, so
1: much better if you just raw uploaded just you talking to yourself for oh two hours. It's just your
0: lips moving? Yep, imagine, imagine I just tried to go back and I tried to uh, just read your lips and put subtitles for everything you say.
1: Or or just dub it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just You just hear yourself talking to yourself. Yeah.
0: I was like, oh, I can't really tell what he says here, so I'm just going to say some crazy shit to <laughs>
1: Just put, like, what do you see, like, uh, on stuff that's, like, inaudible or something like that?
0: Oh, my God, man. I, I felt so bad. I, I mean, so oh, man. But, but, yeah, anyways. So, they, uh, they broke Call of Duty again today. Did after I, we just got done talking about that all night last night, they decided to...
1: The irony of that, because we literally were discussing broken shotguns. I, they add the most broken of shotguns you could possibly add.
0: You know, it's fully automatic.
1: Yep. And it dude. And like, I think I saw like this, the range is almost like limitless.
0: I saw a guy using slugs on it last night. I, I don't know if you saw that clip, but he's, yeah. he killed a three shot a guy from like across the map with a
1: I think what, what really, you know, what the most baffling part of this? is. If you, I don't know if you read the patch notes, but in this addition to the shotgun, they nerfed the SPR again. They nerfed the damage range on the spr so not only did they add a broken shotgun but they did a second nerf to a sniper that in my opinion didn't really have that much of an issue to begin with but here we are great job infinity Ward, activision you guys have done it yet again you've blown my mind i did not think you guys could get any dumber
0: i don't i don't know who who on their team is playing the game and says none of them it's exactly but says this is so it's like I... how bad do you have to be to be like we need another shotgun meta And like i seen you say this on twitter you said it won't get nerfed nearly as quickly no it, it won't get nerfed in a week it, it'll it'll take like it'll probably take till the next gun release or something like that
1: you want to know why is because, so something like the sniper, like, for you to pick up that sniper and for it to be, like, of use to you and, like, for them to, quote-unquote, be broken, you have to have somewhat of, like, a decent sniping ability or skill. A lot of the a lot of what people were complaining about was, like, you know, you're getting hit from a distance. You have to have skill to be able to snipe even at that distance. But with this shotgun, it takes zero skill. You could be, you could have no thumbs And you could get kills with this gun. So you aren't going to see the vast majority of casuals or like really bad players complaining about it versus the sniper where like a lot of highly skilled players enjoy using it. i.e. the pomages of the world that love the sniper, but you've got the mass casualties of the pomages of the world who are the casuals and the bad players who are complaining left and right because they're getting quick scoped and they're getting sniped and all that. But they rather have this stupid shotgun in their hands that they could just Hold down R2 and just close their eyes and get a kill. I just so I,
0: I want to know what the metrics are that they're looking at for kills per per weapon on because I understand that like bad players are not gonna get a lot of kills with it, but that's only because they're bad players. Once you put guns like that into like, you know uh, you know, a symphony or a Nick Merckx or something like that, I mean it's just gonna get abused all day and like it's easy clickbait for youtube videos so like it's cool to have for like a week because you get all your youtube content and then people are eventually just like this is terrible like it's game breaking i I, there needs to be a fast there needs to be like a fast track method to adjust like stats of weapons on the fly instead of doing you know how because i have heard that it takes a couple days just to get the approval for like the consoles for the patch to go through and then it costs them money yeah to see, do that so that's
1: probably why that see i didn't even know that that's a thing that makes me baffled even more so that they nerf that sniper so quickly like i really want to know what they base this stuff off of i said it today Uh, I think it was to Danny. I was like, I would love to be a fly on the wall in their meetings for like their content updates and stuff like that, because I would just love to know like what is being said and what the thought process is behind these changes and behind them. Like, like who's, who says like, Hey guys, you know, a lot of people really hate the shotgun meta. So let's go ahead and add another one that has, you know, a more limitless range and it's fully automatic and, like, the A 12 was a pretty generally hated weapon in Modern Warfare 2 as well. I don't know if they recall that. People hated that gun because of how broken it was in that game. And now you add another, one of the most hated shotguns of all time. You're like, this is a great idea.
0: How many is Saying that? how many rounds can it go up to? 20? Can it hold Basically, 20 rounds? Drum mag?
1: Is it's, there, like, a weapons website?
0: I don't, I don't know. I haven't. I, I, honestly, I can't remember. I may have... I don't think I did. Maybe I did, or maybe I didn't. I thought it maybe I uninstalled Modern Warfare after the other night when I kept getting the texture glitch. I might not have though.
1: I don't even blame you. I think it's... I can find it online. It's blowing my mind. I need to. Here we go. Let's see, there's a loadout website right here. Hopefully, they have this gun already in it. I would imagine they do. No, they don't have it in it yet. Well, I mean, it's still quick. I would love to know. I haven't. I haven't even updated it yet. I don't think I'm gonna. I, my plan was to play a lot of Warzone today. I had no idea that that gun was going to be added until, obviously, it was last night. And I saw the clips, and I was like, I'm not updating that game. I'm not touching
0: it. And not not only was it added last night, I saw literally, like, 30 minutes after the update, people were already abusing it. Yep. And I'm like, how do you even know that it's like that? Like, it, it's like, it's so blatantly obvious whenever they add a shotgun that it's going to be broken now, that people just know to go and abuse they, it. They
1: especially because like anybody who's played call of duty before and like you know what the aa12 is and you know that it's generally going to be a pretty broken gun as soon as you add a shotgun that can shoot that's at that speed even even without the range like that gun is going to be broken i can already picture people in attics in corners as soon as you walk in doos 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 and you're
0: done just wait till they add it to floor loot that's coming next patch dude it's guaranteed bro It's going to be, like, floor loot, and it's going to be in, like, it's going to be, like, 30%. Yeah, 30% of, like, chest, 30% of floor loot is going to be just shotguns. It's going to be, like, Origin, AA-12, and uh, the R9 flame fire one or whatever.
1: That one's still, and, like, they, like, they quote-unquote patched it, and that's bullshit because I I still die to R9 rounds, like, every other game.
0: Yeah, it's still Uh, only two shots you.
1: Yeah, two shots you, And, like, if you have, like, if you have, like, one and a half plates or two plates it'll st- like there's scenarios where i've had it like one shot me because of the freaking fire round
0: yeah it's and
1: it's like why do we need fire rounds on a shotgun we i i just don't understand i think shotguns to me the only br that i've ever seen a shotgun that i enjoy is honestly fortnite and i don't then i think that with fortnite like the shotgun is almost a necessity but in every other br like i think that the shotgun is just Completely unnecessary to the game.
0: Well, shotguns in like, Fortnite got nerfed hard. I mean, yeah, you yeah, remember this early.
1: The double pump was broken. That yeah, was yeah, great. yeah.
0: And that was, but see, like that was actually fun because because it required a little bit of skill. Like you had to at least switch your guns to use you that. To, like,
1: you have to hit your shots in with that. I mean, it being third person, like you really do have to hit your shots. Not and it's not like a shotgun where you could just hold again, like where you could just hold down R two. It's not like the R nine. It's not like the Origin. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, shotgun in Fortnite. And like, I feel like it takes a lot of skill to get that one pump.
0: I consider myself a super casual on Fortnite and a fairly casual guy on Call of Duty. And if I'm not having fun with the, like, I remember when the, uh oh, uh, what was it? Was it the the super pump or whatever for Fortnite came out? And that thing was super broken. I mean, it was like, I mean, you were dinking at like two fifty headshots or something with that. Yeah i remember because
1: when it came out originally there still was like the double shotgun meta and i remember a a clip with ninja who picked he picks up two of them and just boom boom and like just annihilate somebody and i was like okay this shotgun's a problem
0: yeah it's it's gonna be broken but like even more so on call of duty like like i said i'm a casual and i don't enjoy the shotgun meta so like what are these other like super casual guys like did they what are the metrics I want... <laughs> yeah. I want to know who enjoys that like I want them to do like a like a survey in game of like and then take people's like activision like birthdays or whatever they use for their account and then yes. give me a metric on how old the people are who use that weapon and enjoy it
1: I think we'd be disturbed with the results
0: it'd be like. 10 to 15 I feel like would be like the metric
1: I think it'd be 10 to 15 and then I think there'd be a huge gap and then you'd see 35 to 45 <laughs> or yeah like,
0: like or like 20 24. like yeah like 28 to like 35
1: I'm telling you there's some like middle-aged dudes who the guys are, like, who yeah the,
0: the guys who get off work and they're like all right I'm gonna go Fuck some shit up on my shotgun. <laughs> when I fuck shit up, he
1: means sitting in an attic for like twenty minutes, waiting for some poor soul like me to come in there with a car or a sniper, trying to get like a clip or something, and then boos, There's nothing There's
0: nothing worse than like you're you're vibing, like you feel yourself about to have a good game, and then you run into like a building, and it's just littered with like, you know. Right. Rat gear. It's like claymore on the stairs, claymore on the door, claymore on the window. Bouncing Betty. There's a bouncing Betty. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's just, and then your your whole mood is just killed because you maybe you still have your gulag and then you lose your gulag and then you you went from being you know six six kills now you're down to six and two and you're like fuck like is it worth it like do I care anymore like
1: the worst is when you manage to make it through that rat maze and finally get to the rat he's he's in the corner with that shotgun waiting and then and then my dumbass like I, my i die there and it's like if i die with my loadout 90 percent of the time i am ego challenging to get my loadout i don't care no nope. it's my biggest like it's my biggest mistake always but like i need to, i'm going back to get my loadout and and chances are i'm going because i want to make sure that you're dead i want to make sure that you're not playing this game i to trying to join this game i have to make sure that your round of call of duty is done for the day and chances are i go back to that same spot and you haven't moved an inch and you've still got that shotgun in your they're literally just moved.
0: aiming in the sky with their brew and waiting for you to fly back in for your loadout.
1: and then there goes my game and i've lost full and i'm back on another game you know i'm i mean at this point it's fifa lately but you know i just it's so infuriating and the thing that pisses me off is this game could be the best br right now it could be probably one of the best games out right now doesn't just BRs, um and it has stupid things like this that are holding it back which blow my mind because they've they've given us such a phenomenal product but it's like just covered in a mountain of dog shit so it's like underneath this giant mound of shit is a really good thing but like if you don't mind the smell of shit and digging through it you can find it so it's like, well, is it worth it? You know? And I just, I, sometimes I don't feel like digging through the mountain of shit.
0: Yeah. It's, I want to just enjoy video games so bad, but like, have you, have you ever seen the memes like on Instagram and Twitter where it's like the kid loads up his computer and he just stares at like, and then he just turns his computer back off because like, he's yeah. just like, I, I, i wanted to play games. And then I just realized Remember that I don't. Nothing. Yeah. And then you just realize like, Oh, I don't want to play games
1: it sucks man there's like there's so many games but like it also feels like there's no game it's crazy it's like the most depressing thing i just want to like i just want to go back to like you know high school where like i'd get out of school and i had model warfare 2 waiting for me and i loved it i would play model warfare 2 for hours on end until literally until the moment moment that i couldn't play it anymore and then go to bed go to school Dream about playing Modern Warfare.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just I remember being in school, and I just I could not like I would get on the bus in the morning, and my only motivation would be to get home and play Black Ops Two.
1: Literally, that
0: was like my, that was I my would think about movie. Black Ops Two. I would think about getting on with my buddies right after school, oh. and just like what what we were gonna do to meme and S and D later that day. Like, are we gonna run five sevens like with suppressors? Are we gonna run cat 40 only? Are we going to, you know, uh, just do riot shields with C fours and Tomahawks just to piss people off. Like it was fun, but now it's like, it's a skill based matchmaking issue now where the only people who, the people who lose the most in skill based matchmaking are the, the middle class tier, I think lose the most because the middle class tier is not put in with with middle class people. Like the middle class is like shot up to the upper tier, yep. while the lower tier is the only people actually protected from That's the only from anything. That
1: they're protecting. It's just, it's with with that. It's with that in multiplayer and especially in in the battle royale. And it's it's boring. And uh, and and again, I think for me the biggest issue too is like I just want to go back to like a three-lane map world. Like, I'm just so tired of, like, getting shot from 40 different directions because, you know, Timmy can camp here. Tommy can lay down there. Billy can come from this angle from behind. And, you know, Charlie can come. It's just so stupid. Like, if there's three lanes, it makes sense. It's it's what's worked for so long. Like, why are we breaking from the three-lane map scene? Like, I just don't understand it. So that... Plus the fact that they're skill based, plus the fact that they they encourage this very campy. This is by far like the campiest Call of Duty I think I've ever played in terms of multiplayer.
0: For sure, I've never 100%. seen
1: it. And like, there's always going to be campers, but because of the way they built this game and the when the items and the weapons, they, they I feel like they encourage this really disgusting style of gameplay. And um, and again, like you know, I, I I'm the biggest person who says like you know play however you want to, but when when you have developers of a game encouraging one specific way, you're gonna see it a hundred times more. And it's just not a fun thing to play against. So for me, I personally think this again could have been probably one of the best multiplayers we've had in a long time. Cause this is by far the smoothest Call of Duty I've ever played. Yeah. The movement is beautiful. I I love a lot of the guns in the game. I love the snipers. So like they honestly could have had one of the best call of duty multiplayers. And definitely one of the quality, best Call of Duty BRS. Um, and they just dropped the ball. They absolutely dropped the ball. I don't understand.
0: Even even when I went to play, went back to play Black Ops Four the other day, uh, I played two maps on it, and it just felt so right. It felt so Call of Duty ish because there are just three lanes.
2: Yep. Uh,
0: I mean there is there is corners and like. There is buildings and stuff you can run through and yeah, like and platforms. Routes, right? mm. But it's like I never ran all the way to the other person's spawn and got killed by someone in their spawn like I do in this game. I would always get met middle map with a in a gunfight. And then if I did make it to their spawn, it was because they had just spawned there. It wasn't because they were just sitting there. And I, I noticed that. And I mean I think I went like 30 and 22 or something like that on the first yep. map that I played on Black Ops 4. But but I, I struggle to go fucking 20 and 20 on modern, modern Warfare because I'm pushing all the way across the map just to get killed by a kid who's pre-aiming the, the line of sight that I'm running from instead of yep. meeting in the middle of the map to actually fight someone, like on B-Flag. Yep. It's like... I get the objective or whatever. Like, that's cool to me, but Call of Duty is about meeting in the middle and just clashing, I feel like. And it, this Call of Duty just got rid of that altogether.
1: That's why my favorite map is Shoot House. Like, I can play Shoot House all day. Like, the, whenever they have the Shoot House, whatever, like, thing, I, I can literally play that one map all day and I don't get sick of it. I thoroughly enjoy that map because that map to me is your typical three lane, perfect. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things here and there that I would tweak about it, but ideally, I love that map. If it's they got rid of the map.
0: office, then, then it would be oh, perfect. Be most,
1: it would be a perfect map. Yeah. And that's, like, the only best. The office is, like, the only place for, like, these rats to, like, you know, relegate to. Well, they had so, to put that in there so
0: the rats yeah, could have somewhere to go. Like safe, yeah. Safe <laughs> <out> there, <laughs> yeah. You know.
1: But I'll give it to them, whatever. They can have their one little safe haven. So, but I love that map. Um, and that's why, like honestly, like, and a lot of people shit on me when I say this, and you might shit on me too. But like, I like I liked World War II a lot. And World War II was three-lane maps. It was they had great maps on there, didn't have a lot of maps. They had great maps. I loved the weapons, I loved the sniping. The sniping was beautiful in World War II. World War II, I think, was uh, in my opinion, was a very underrated Call of Duty. the, the
0: pre-nerf PAR 98 was disgusting on that game.
1: Yeah, like it was so it was so much fun. It was a fun yeah so it was
0: it was fun i had, it fun. I, had I had fun uh there was some maps i didn't like but like i i, I kind of enjoyed uh docs and uh yep.
1: docs was one of my favorites
0: uh what was the other one Ardennes Arden's forest it was okay yeah. I, I didn't like the coloring of that map it was too dark honestly but
1: i loved s and d on that map
0: well, yeah it, it was it was fun it, the game was fun it's just they just started doing too much to like I guess there was a few nerfs and stuff. And then that was also right at the time when Fortnite popped off.
1: That was the problem. Because like, and, and, and I was so like, because I've been playing Fortnite since it came out. But like, I played it. I wasn't like a huge like fan immediately. Like I'd play with my friend. But then I would get off and play World War Two. But like none of my homies would play World War Two because everybody was on Fortnite. So I'd yeah. eventually go to Fortnite. And I would play like, I didn't play much Fortnite season one. Like I played it. You know, I'd probably say, like, I played a couple games a night, and then I get back on World War II. But, like, I think that Fortnite heavily took away from what could have been a very good and popular Call of Duty. Dude. Sure, which you thinks because that was a great game.
0: You think hacking is bad in Warzone? Try Fortnite Season 1.
1: Oh, for- it was terrible, bro. Dude, was it,
0: was, it was the most blatant, obvious. Dude, everyone I got killed by who was hacking said, LOL, I'm hacking, was their name. Or haha hacking JK or something like that. And you would just get be like they had hacks to where you got shot because there was they had a hack where all the buildings on the map were gone and they could just shoot you through any building. Like buildings didn't exist for them. And you would just get killed by it. Like I, I was I was playing with my buddies and I was sitting in uh in modern and pleasant park and uh a dude was sitting on the hill outside of loot lake or whatever it used to be called and he just shot me through the house through everything like dink 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 triple headshot with a scar and i was like well you know like it was so bad and but they got on that shit quick they were like they saw how many people were playing the game and they immediately got on the anti-cheat stuff
1: which is good because you know and they were they were very good for quite some time i think i think fortnite just got tired of being such like you know so active in the community and 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 responding so well to everything and and hearing people's feedback and like we were spoiled by that game we were spoiled horribly by that game and i think that's what makes games now a lot less enjoyable
0: yeah and the the after season one the the only next time i really saw crazy hacks was during season eight when they had the planes and dudes would get on planes and just beam you from the wing of the plane with a scar like not miss a single bullet and that was bad because that was right when like the world cup shit i guess was going on but yeah, they got on that shit quick because they started just suing the shit out of everyone who was making cheats.
1: Well, wish Call of Duty would do, but um, here we are. But um, the beauty of uh, Fortnite was was that they—I feel like they genuinely listened and invested in the community. And
0: yeah, they they actually gave a fuck, I guess you could say. <laughs>
1: yeah, for a while, man, they did, and um, I think now they just don't care. And I know that there was like there was a little bit of an issue going on with cheating again. I think they cracked down on that again. Though, I'll give them that. But I just wish that uh, I wish I wish that they they would just kind of reinvigorate what it is. But I think it's too late now. I think especially like you said with turbo building, um, and I think I think turbo building and I think that creative kind of just cr- they created this like monster of like you know absolute just warriors in this game. there's two types
0: of players in fortnite now there's shitters and then there's pros basically there's no in-betweeners like me anymore
1: it's if you run across them it's very rare yeah like like a rare pokemon
0: yeah it's like because i remember like even in like season four and five i could get away with just building a wall and a ramp and i could still mm -hmm. kill people But once like
1: like, you could be like a semi decent player now and build like you know stairwall ramp. Like you could have like I like my I have like a semi decent building ability and I can't even you can't even get away with that. Like I'd say I'm like you know if I was to get on there I could be like semi above average like especially in terms of like building yeah and that isn't even enough now because these kids spend their entire days in creative doing box fights and doing you know 1v1s building to the sky and like bro, like anytime you start building up towards them, they're already thirty feet like above you because they know every little phase sway retake. And then if you go back down and try and box up, they know exactly how to take your wall within a second and place a stair inside of it. And it doesn't matter how good of a build you are, it doesn't matter how good of a shot you are, because these kids are already twenty times better. And like you said, you're not running across the shitters because of skill-based matchmaking. You're either you're either running into literal AI or you're running into like mongrel, bro.
0: Yeah. Like well, the the whole thing was I remember I made this argument back when the competitive scene first started to take off of Fortnite because people were complaining about their walls getting taken because of people with lower ping, which is which was I t th- I don't know if it's still a thing, I'm sure it is, but mm-hmm. I I remember I looked up from uh I looked up on online like where all the Fortnite servers were. There's only five in the entire yeah. North America. Five. Five. Again,
1: at least billions
0: five servers dude tight i and then my comparison was titanfall 2 had over 30 in north america a game that nobody plays
1: that that game was underappreciated
0: yeah i i mean i get it's a triple a title but
1: i loved that game
0: fortnite made
2: billions
1: what
0: i mean a hundred thousand times more money than titanfall 2 did
1: I mean, they, the Titanfall two dreams of that money,
0: and they can't invest in more servers. Like that blows. Me. I live on the East Coast, and I mean, I'm I was still getting, you know, sixty ping. Like there was guys moving to like Virginia and Florida so they could get five ping or whatever. Literally, and it's like We're crazy. People, you know, I get it. If you're if you're gonna go to that level to be a pro and moving is what it takes, then I obviously I understand that. But at some point you should go as a, as the company, you should go, maybe it would be
1: uprooting their lives.
0: yeah, maybe it would be more game beneficial game. for us to spend this extra money up front to bring more players in rather than force people out because they're getting shit on because they have a hundred ping.
1: and they can't afford to move.
0: yeah, it, who the fuck can afford to move to play a video game? Not very many people
1: most of these people who are uprooting are uprooting like because of an organization helping them or. You know they're like, or they're going together on like on like a zero ping house with like a group of like mutual pros. Yeah. So it's like, and if you don't have that, you're at a disadvantage. You know what I mean? Because regardless, anyone says like, you know, obviously you have to overcome it, but like it's tough when you have you're a 60 ping player and you're facing someone with zero to 15 ping, like so them taking your wall. It's immediate. Be that's that's your tournament.
0: It's every time too. Like you have no counter to that. I don't know if that's still the case and I'm not a I was never a Fortnite competitive person, but I know I watched a lot of competitive Fortnite and that was like always the number one complaint was like, He took my wall, he took my wall, he took my wall. Is I mean you heard it every time people played Fortnite was he's on zero ping, bro, he's got better ping than me, he took my wall and it's like and I remember when the heavy snipe shoot the heavy heavy snipe in a wall just to take it and it was like there was no counter to it at all. It was just
1: so many broken things about it so but yeah like you said five servers versus 30 on a game that you know really i'm I'm unfortunate it was unfortunate because i think that uh i I think that's titanfall 2 didn't get a fair chance i had a lot of fun on that game i think that they did a fantastic job with that game um but
0: i almost bought it the other day it was nine dollars on steam
1: so much fun it's a great game and they still it still has a little bit of a player base on it but it's just like
0: Oh yeah it's it's got a very it's got a very tight knit knit community yeah, surrounding it.
1: Like it's like a cult classic game. That's what yeah. that's what I would call it. And it's crazy because like I feel like if that game would have gotten the appreciation it deserves, it would be like you would see it like a top streamed game. And like I just don't know why it never got a proper chance because like it wasn't like there wasn't in my opinion anything horribly broken about the game. There wasn't anything that wasn't particularly like was particularly boring about the game. I thought it was very well thought out. There wasn't anything that like any time I played it I've never played that game and had a bad experience the only time that I just like the only time I never really wanted to get on is because like there I never had anybody to play with
0: their problem so. was I think Titanfall 1 came out at the same time that Advanced Warfare came out yep yep and then both were like jetpacking games but since Advanced Warfare was the more Call of Duty was obviously the more known title that people just flocked to that instead of yeah. in my opinion like titanfall
1: one was good too but like i think if i it's i i I will be honest like advanced warfare versus titanfall one i think advanced warfare gets the bump um but titanfall two versus like i don't even know what call of duty was even released at the time but titanfall two
0: it might have been it might have been like infinite warfare or something like that if
1: it's if it's Titan, i think it is and if it's titanfall two versus infinite warfare it one million percent wins that now versus Modern Warfare remastered. Yeah, nine, that's but...
0: that's the that's the thing is that people by that time people were so tired of jetpacking cods that yeah. that they were just that like I mean yeah. I mean that was the huge thing. They were when World War Two came out, they were like, we want a boots on the ground cod, and then they got it, and everyone was like, this isn't what we wanted, and it's like, Which make you up mean? your fucking mind, dude. Like <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like World War Two. I didn't like World War Two's movement because I didn't like the I think they had the crazy. Was that the diving mechanic game? I think they had crazy they dolphin dive, dives. Yeah,
1: because like and people want just like, people were like, bring it back the dolphin diving. And then they do. And it's like the, the community is as much of it fault. Like the developers are idiots. But like the community is really stupid sometimes, too, man, because they they, they 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 want something and then they don't want something. And that's probably why, like, they don't listen to us half the time is because like sometimes like, the community says the dumbest shit that I've ever seen.
0: Yeah.
2: I'll never
1: understand.
0: Oh, just remaster Black Ops 2, please. My God. I
1: don't know why they remastered Modern Warfare 2's campaign. Like, if you're not going to remaster the whole game, don't give me any of it. Don't give me any of
0: it. <laughs> it's, so, it's so sad because I bought, I bought the remastered campaign, and I played it, and I really enjoyed it, and I was just like why did I do this to myself?
1: Right. That's why I didn't bother touching it because I knew I was going to be depressed. I just remember I I picked
0: up the intervention on, uh, I forget what the name of the level is called, but you're sitting on top of like the Burger King Mm -hmm. and all the dudes are running at you and you're just quick scoping them with intervention. I'm like, fuck man. like.
1: And they give you a taste of that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then they snatch it right back.
1: I understand you don't want to break up your community, but like, Dude,
0: so the amount
1: of like you, the amount of people who would play that game, and you, the amount of money that you could make on like a- aesthetics in that game, because you could do what you do with MWR, and you could release like new things. Maybe not the loot boxes because of you know legalities, but like you could literally do an item shop for Modern Warfare Two to unleash you know release new camos, operators, whatever. I don't care. Do that shit as much as you want. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. As long as you give me Modern Warfare Two remastered. I will take whatever you know you want to add to that to make money as long as you give me my model warfare Remaster, that's fine i'm perfectly okay with that you know yeah. i don't care if you think it's broken with one man army noob tubes that's fine give me the product just give it to me give it to me pre-model nerf for all i fucking care i, I just want it you know and yeah. but you give me the campaign because you don't want to break up the community that's garbage and I feel like if you did Modern Warfare Remastered, you could do Water Warfare 2 Remastered. You already, you gave us hope. You gave us hope and then you took it from us. Why? Stop giving us subpar products and just give us what we want already. You know? You don't even have to develop another game. Yeah, Save yourself some time and money.
0: It'll just, it'll just never happen, man. It'll never happen. It's, it's
1: crazy, bro. It's Skip a year skip a year whatever the next infinity Ward releases fucking skip it okay? there's there
0: should just not be another infinity Ward release in my opinion right the way they handled it. not not multiplayer at least let them build another battle royale game or something because there's not I, I i can't take as much as they break the game i mean it's a great it's a great game it's they just break it too much i, I don't understand why they why they keep breaking it but They need to just be done with making multiplayer Call of Duties. They need to just pass off that engine to Treyarch, let Treyarch work on the multiplayer games, make one every, make one like every two years or every three years or something. And
1: that's what I'm saying. Imagine if they skip them, just skip them for this next one. Give us Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Give them some time to figure out what the hell they want to do. Okay. And, and that way you don't break up the community right? And then Infinity Ward gets their next shot, and who knows? Maybe with that time away, they don't have to, like, overthink anything, and maybe they produce a really good game.
0: And they don't have to and, rush anything, just because yeah. st- the things get so... Like, I understand, like, from a developer's pr- perspective, when the game comes out and it's broken, like, I get that, because they're, you're... Especially this year, because Treyarch was... I guess they weren't supposed to be on the clock to build one this year. Yep. But... <clears throat> Just, yeah, just maybe skip a year. Let, let CDL League play the same game for two years in a row, which I don't know how many people would enjoy that, but I feel like...
1: Put them on Warfare 2 Remastered.
0: Or it would... It. <laughs> yeah, I I mean...
1: Do it. Bring them back,
0: bro. It would be cool, but like... I think it would be also good for the competitive aspect because imagine these, how good these guys will be at the game after two years of playing it rather than just yeah. playing it for nine months and then being done with it. That's true. Because, I mean, these guys get, what, two months after the game comes out then they start playing tournaments and stuff. And it's like, you can't get great at a game after two months, you know? Like
1: You need, you need some time. You need some hard time.
0: Yeah. And, I think
1: that um, that's a good idea. Give them two years on it. I mean, who knows? Maybe Cold War will be great, and they'll, they'll love it in the competitive scene. I mean, this will never, like, this, <clears throat> this amazing theory here will never happen. I would, I would kill for this this to happen. But um, they, they, it's not, it's not going to happen. We're now, at, at this point, I've lost all hope. Like, there was a while, there was a chunk of time in my life where I genuinely was like, I was like, oh, we're going to get a Modern Warfare 2 remastered because we got Modern Warfare remastered. And there was, like, little teasers, right? There was always the little leaks that would come out it's like oh it's gonna happen it's i don't know when it's gonna happen but i know at some point in my life i'll have a Modern for two remastered and, and now i've just come to the point where i, I just know it's not gonna happen and uh, every time i think about it i go into it's like a short little depression <laughs>
0: you get a little sad every time yeah.
1: because it's like at least there was hope now there's just no hope for it like i know that if i ever want to play Modern for two i have to go into the i have to go and play on these disgusting you know hacked lobbies everything and, is hacked Yeah, there's no, there's no. You can't play it now and have fun. I bought it. My childhood is gone.
0: I bought it on PC, and man, I tried to play it. You can't. I got in one game, and it was like a prestige hack lobby. Yep. I was just like, well, I'm out of here. Like it was. Every single time. It was cool. I guess it was worth twenty dollars to see, but.
1: (laughs) I just, you know, you're you're one of your most popular titles of all time. Like people, it's not like especially right now, like right now is a huge like remastered like, you know, we're, get- and we're getting a new Crash, we got Spyro remastered, we got um, we're getting I think we're getting Jack and Daxter remastered as well pretty soon or there's something that's coming. like so like right now, like it's a really nice trend. It's a hot trend in gaming. It's not like it's taboo. It's not like you're being lazy. It's literally what the people want. They nostalgia people love nostalgia. So like, why wouldn't you capitalize on this? Why And why wouldn't you just give people what they want? Like, a massive chunk of your community wants it. You have a chance to, you know, have a new part of this Call of Duty community. A lot of kids that are coming over from Fortnite, a lot of kids that didn't get to grow up on Call of Duty are coming over and playing Call of Duty, and they might get a chance to enjoy that kind of nostalgic thing that everybody talks about. They get to get a feel of what what really was a really great Call of Duty, and you just don't want to do it. Like, and it's done. They remastered it. It's done. I know somewhere it's sitting in the, like, in the archives because they worked on it. And this is, like, they were saying that, like, oh, it just wouldn't be the same and it was split up the community, all this bullshit. So they done. It's pretty much done. Like, I'm, I'm almost, I'm convinced that they've already remastered it and it's finished or at least nearly finished. And they're just like, we can't, we can't ever release this to the public, you know? I'm, like, half and half
0: because I feel like if they, I really, I would like for them to re-release games like MW2 and Black Ops 2. But I feel like we're in such a bad state with development of these games now that they would find a way to just ruin it. They would absolutely... They would destroy it. They would take it and rip it from the inside out and make it shitty. And that's what... I almost... I don't even... I want them to do it, but at the same time, I don't want them to ruin what was so great by implementing all the new dumb shit that they have now. Like... They, they they came out with some shit, and they were like, well, Black Ops 2 had skill-based matchmaking. That is a that, To me, that is a blatant fucking lie. Like, yep. in pubs, there was no skill-based matchmaking. And if it was, it was very, very, very minimal. Because I would have games where I would go 30 and, like, 2 on Search and Destroy. And then there was games where I would go, like, 4 and 6, or, or 4 and, like six on search and destroy like i would get put up against absolute gods you know and it was just like there was no skill i don't think there was any skill-based matchmaking i think it was just like if you wanted skill-based matchmaking you went to league play and that was it like i I feel like they just came out with that bullshit just to shut everyone up and it's like why are you show show me the proof that that was in the game or i'm just not gonna fucking believe you because i think
1: that they they did it Obviously, just like you said, just to shut people up because like they were tired of hearing it. You know, they were very tired of hearing it. Event,
0: God, I just at one point, you know, I I wish I could just talk myself into not buying the fucking games anymore. But it's possible, it's impossible. I've I've said I said it when World War Two came out because Infinite Warfare was so bad. I was like, I'm not buying fucking World War Two. I was like, I'm just gonna keep playing MWR. And as soon as World War Two comes out, I fucking hit the pre order button. And and they, they got me, and that's the problem. Honestly, is I'm part of the problem because you know to hype it up, man. I keep feeding them fucking money, like, dude. I've already pre ordered Cold War on my on my for a PS five, and I pre ordered it for PC because
1: I've pre ordered for PC yet, but I'm probably going to end up
0: <clears throat> because well, my, one of my excuses was because McKenzie is going to want to play it on, on PS four, but
1: there you go, you can just.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, it was mainly for me. Like, I want to be able to play it on next gen to see what it's like, and I want to be able to play it on. If I want to play, you know, Warzone or something, I want to play it on PC. Like, I don't want to play it on console. But it's like there goes two hundred dollars in their pocket, and they haven't even released a fucking product yet. And the only product they have shown so far has been absolute dog shit.
1: It's, but, but, like, here's the thing: is like, I think that. There's a lot of reasons why we are this way, Gogs. But I think that the main reason is, like, there's always that small chunk of us that does, like, think back, like, well, what if this one is the release, right? Like, how many times can they swing and miss? Like, what if this one is the game that brings back my childhood nostalgia that is it is everything that I want in a Call of Duty? You know, because, like, BO3, if you think BO3 isn't that far, far away, like, but BO3 isn't that long ago. And BO three was a pretty solid Call of Duty. BO four, like you said, is forgettable, but was good. It wasn't a bad game. It was like a six. So, it was like
0: a six or a seven out of ten. Yeah, Black Ops three. Black Ops two was a ten out of ten. Black Ops oh, three yeah, was like a nine. Uh,
1: and then Black Ops four was
0: yeah, like was like a seven, game. six or seven. Yeah, like yeah,
1: which is not bad. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's not what you want out of a game, but we haven't seen a terrible Black Ops yet. And from what we've seen of this game. The alpha I really liked. The beta I'm, I was it started to grow on me, but at first I was really disgusted with it. But I think I'm got like I'm in my mind I'm like okay, it's gonna be smoother on next gen. It's definitely gonna be smoother on PC. I don't hate the guns. Um, I wish that the sniping was a little bit better, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, there's still hope for this game. I think that Vondahar hasn't really <laughs> drastically let me down yet, so I believe that this game can be good, especially like. I'm going to give them at least the first month or two to really reel in whatever feedback they get and, and take it and make it into a good game. And if they can't do that...
0: As soon as he I, puts his name... As soon as I hear his name, like, a little part of me lights up inside just because whenever he's attached to the project, I just know that there's at least a little bit of hope behind it. Like... Yeah. But... Man, it's just... It's just been swings and misses lately on on Call of Duties, uh, like from Infinite Warfare to Raven. Infinite Warfare to World War Two. I mean, World War Two was like I would give it like a five or six out of ten, and then
1: going yeah. back, I I I would I honestly would still give World War Two like a seven, but. I think there was some definitely some things that I disliked about it, like you said, like the movement was a little. Eh.
0: I also I think I about. can't give it higher just because I was so preoccupied with Fortnite and like yeah. PUBG at that time. I mean, that was like the boom of battle royale games. I think
1: if you put World War II into like this release, like if you or if you took World War II's concept and you put it into like this engine or whatever, dude. Yeah, it was. I think it was a great COD. You see, take those maps. Take the same weapons, take the perks, all of that, put it into Modern Warfare 2's engine with that movement.
0: That's not a bad you idea. Have,
1: you would have a phenomenal Call of Duty. Cause imagine the, the slide movement of Modern Warfare. Imagine the you know, the smoothness of Modern Warfare, this current Modern Warfare, with that exact game's like, you know, maps, guns, perks, system, all of that you you would have a disgustingly good call of duty and i yeah. feel like a lot of people would agree with that but you know i don't know not what yet. do i know man i'm just the consumer
0: <laughs> yeah ex- exactly like I, I don't what do we know <sighs> nothing apparently i don't know
1: you know nothing it's not like i haven't been playing call of duty for the past you know 11 years it's,
0: like it's crazy my entire life it's you know? just crazy to me like have any of these people who make these games played the games? Like, you know, I like. I don't
1: think they do. I think that it's like their stepson that they, like, low key hate, but. They <laughs> don't, you know, like, if they don't. <laughs> they don't do what their stepson wants in the game like they're not going to get sex that night or something you know like that's the only that's the only thing that i can imagine is happening with these developers or like <laughs> the CEO or something like low like low key like it might be that like the developers like really want to make a good game but the ceo is like listen my my stepson wants this and if you don't put this a12 in the game tomorrow i swear to god and then before you know it this is this is where we're at my new stepson he just died to that sniper you guys better find a way to nerf it and then nerf it twice
0: jesus yeah i they
1: nerfed it twice
0: i feel like the guys that i don't know man i'm tired of riding treyarch's dick i want them they better make a fucking good game this year but
1: i have faith in this call of duty and i i hope i don't know even with the beta not being as impressive as i thought it would be i believe that the full release will be great especially with it being i think it'll be better optimized for next gen and PC, obviously.
0: I fucking it's hope so, because if it's not good, man, I'm done. I'm done fucking riding their, riding their dick and because if they make a bad, they're going to be on the same level as fucking be on the shit list, bro. Joe Secott and fucking Modern Warfare or Infinity Ward because yep. this is, this is the, from a pro standpoint, I mean, you had guys like Karma. The game made Karma retire because it was so bad. That's bad. The, the, Arguably the best Call of Duty player of all time retired because the game is so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Imagine, I mean, I mean, it's like it, it's like if Patrick Mahomes dra- was drafted instead of by the Chiefs, he was drafted to like the the Dolphins, yep. and they just lost. They went zero and sixteen, and he retired.
1: That's literally, yeah. That's literally exactly. It's right. like
0: what? It's like, um, and then we don't get to witness Mahomes because the Dolphins organization was just so bad. The dumpster fire. Yeah, like that's how I feel. Which I don't know. Obviously, I don't know karma, but there could have been some other things going on that he wanted to retire. But I know when he he was talking to Hex, he said that the game was just shit, and like he had no desire to play the game. He he would li- he literally said like, I have no desire to get wake up in the morning and scrim on a game that i hate he's like why would i why would i wake up and play a game i hate for eight hours when i don't have to yeah
1: it's motivating and it's you know and it's too bad because again i think that that game could have been very good with just the right maps, the right guns and the right you know equipment attachment
0: whatever you want to that's another. T- oh my god! Get rid of all these fucking attachments, dude. Who? Oh, why? Why do we need eighteen different red dots? Just give me a fucking red dot and give me a fucking. All right, I understand the different grips. So like, if you want an angled foregrip and it doesn't hit you with a crazy, you know, ads, uh, uh, nerf, then fine. And then you want one that's a vertical foregrip and it hits you with a little bit of an ads nerf, fine. But I don't need seventeen different foregrips. I don't need and, 17 red dots. Two, two to three different thermals. Yeah. 50 different hybrid scopes. It's a like variable zoom. Give me a red dot. Give me a sniper scope. And give me a uh or give me a red dot. Give me a hollow. Give me a sniper scope. And give me an ACOG. Four yeah. sights. That's all you need in the game.
1: I think that Black Ops is starting to kind of wind down on that. Like it seems like they they got the gist of that. But like, just there's still a, a
0: give me give me a fast mag or give me an extended mag. And then if I level the gun all the way up, give me a fast extended mag. Boom. It's like give me give me a stock, give me no stock if I want faster ADS. Uh, give me uh, muzzle attachments. Give me a muzzle break for less recoil, or give me a suppressor to not show up on the mini map. That's it. That's all you need in a Call of Duty game. This is not. It, it's not Escape from Tarkov. It's not a tactical yep. shooter. All I need is just the very, very... What what they
1: forget, man, is they broke away from the fact that Call of Duty is a... It's not a simulator. It's it's a
0: minimalist game. It's an arcade arcade shooter. shooter. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's an arcade shooter. And, you know, and they broke so far from that with this one.
0: Well, it's so dumb because they add all these different attachments and people use the only, like, three of them. It's like monolithic suppressor. Uh, angled foregrip or whatever, the commando foregrip, the vertical foregrip, the 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 one or two different red dot sights, the VLK sight, and then the sniper scope. And it's the like... The
1: people who use those weird attachments are the people that they're trying to protect with like the A12s and shit.
0: Yeah, it's like no one's using a fucking... It, there's no need for a thermal sniper in Call of Duty. Nope. If you can't see a motherfucker in Call of Duty, you need in to go get your scope? eyes checked crazy to me is it we are. yeah it boggles my mind but anyways do you
1: you do? like even mono two had like the standard thermoscope on the snipers like there's no need for like 40 of them you know like i just i don't know
0: yeah just one one for every one that's like a it's like a thermal, ACOG. A universal thermal yeah, acog yeah 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 and it fit. it'll go on any gun i get that that's fine i don't need there's like five different suppressors Four of them that nobody uses because they don't give you any benefits, and it's like I, I don't know. The extended barrel is fine, I get that. So you can do more That's damage fine. at range, but you but don't. You think uh, back to the
1: most iconic Call of Duties. They didn't have half half of these attachments. You know what I mean? They hadn't like they had none of it. You know, so and I understand. You know, you want to evolve. Like you don't want to keep your game stale. So like, yeah, add some more, but you don't
0: need to add like. You don't need seventy. You don't need how many is it? Ninety six attachments or something for like the AK. It's It's so. It's just too much, man. Like the
1: thing is, like what they're trying to sell it on, is like, well, with this, you could take your AK and make it a a seventy four U, or you can make it an RPK, and it's like, well, why don't you just add those guns to the list? Exactly.
0: (laughs) Just put those guns in the game if you want them in the game. Just put them there. Put it as an LMG. Put it as an SMG, and you're done. You're done.
1: And then you can eliminate. Forty six attachments. like what it's are you like doing?
0: The AK and, and Cold War, you can make it into a seventy four U. I'm like, there's already a seventy four U in the game. In like, the game, what are
1: we doing, bro? What you, like, I what don't... are we doing? The time and effort that went into this equation to do that could have went into making the game better, and it's not. And it's not. Go- we obviously know it's <sighs> not going into making the game better because we see what is happening in the game. We see what they're doing with the game, and it's genuinely depressing. It makes me. Sad to my core. I'm going to have an
0: aneurysm thinking about this, dude. It just makes me so mad. It makes me so mad because, like I I said before, I understand that it's art, and I understand that developers want to build a custom game that's unique to to them and, and, and whatnot. But at the same time, you have to stick to the roots that is Call of Duty. Just, that's it. Just make it unique. Make it your own. Make it pretty. Make it beautiful, you know? But make it Call of Duty. Don't try to make it something that it isn't.
1: I agree. And I just don't understand. Like I I think that somewhere along the way they just lost themselves, man.
0: Yeah. So, all right. What was I going to ask you about? Oh yeah, the the better.gg stuff. That's what I was going to ask you about. Are yes, you're spon- you're sponsored by them, right?
1: Yes, sir. Uh
0: so what what I know that E-train has something to do with it. Does he like own it or is he like
1: he does, he doesn't own it, but he's like a large part of it. Like I'm okay. not exactly sure what like he he like he runs the show for sure. Like anytime, okay. any, like you know, I need something or something needs something for me, it's E train hitting me up. Um, okay, he does a lot of it. But yeah, it's it's great. Like I love what they're doing.
0: So like what what do, what do you do for them? They just like pull you up on their stream and they do the uh like the 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 bets or whatever for like if where you're gonna land. What are you gonna do within the first? 15 seconds of you landing so on and so forth it's that just yeah. like so
1: like they have like almost like like a like they have like questions like on almost like a script so like like let's say and they have like f- for various games but like let's say for example i happen to be playing call of duty warzone
0: uh-huh. and
1: uh they'll have like a question that'll come up literally like okay like will larry you know will larry drop you know four kills in the next like 2 minutes or will he you know will he be above or below four kills or something like that and you have like a certain like time frame to try and answer that question and uh, if you get it correct obviously you can get points correct you can get those points and that's how you would proceed to win money on there. Gotcha. Similar um to like I guess like I, I just I mean you're betting it's almost like you're betting on like a sports game but is you're betting on esports in a way which is kind of cool because if you're somebody who doesn't if you're somebody who likes betting but you're somebody who doesn't like betting on sports and you really like gaming this is definitely your thing because it's not like they they don't I mean their main priority is definitely Warzone streamers but they have scripts about anything like I've had scripts while I'm playing Fall Guys They've had scripts on playing like FIFA or 2K. So, like, they, they'll find a way. So, if you genuinely like watching a streamer and you like betting on what odds you think are going to happen to him or her, um, yeah, it's a really, really cool thing.
0: Yeah, I've done it one or two times. I think it was, I think it was maybe Tuba or something playing Fall Guys or something, but <clears throat> I just didn't know anything about it. Like, I didn't know. Because some, you know, some of those esports like gambling sites are kind of sketchy, but like I have a little bit more faith in this one, obviously, just because E Train
1: has—that's what convinced me was E Train was on board, and that's all I needed.
0: Yeah, and that's why I was wondering. That's why I I was just wanted to wanted to ask because it it seems like a cool idea, Mm -hmm. and I was I didn't know if like he owned it. I, I I know he I know he does a lot of the stuff for it. I see him on their he's on their channel or he's on that channel all the time doing stuff and. I was just kind of curious like what it was, like I understand that it was like a a betting thing, but I just didn't know like what the actual premise of it was, I guess, but it seems cool, so
1: and they're evolving like there's things that they're changing as they're gonna go along, um and like it's changes for the better, obviously, it stinks right now, like because like you there's certain states that you literally just can't play it in, which sucks mm. um but hopefully, as you know laws begin to get better, which they should. Uh, more and more people will be able to enjoy it because i think it's a great concept Um, personally as a a broadcaster what i love about it is the fact that you know it could potentially bring more viewers to my stream um, and it's a way that could be more engaging with them as well so like you know if you're if you're a streamer and you're looking for a way to engage your channel a bit more then nothing you know raises the stakes more than literally betting on what you think is going to happen
0: i hope they just don't start treating you like athletes like if you lose them money And they start coming in there and they're going to start sending you Danny Green type memes and shit like that.
1: (laughs) You know, it's funny because there was another platform that I worked with that was similar to this one, but like a little bit different. And it wasn't run as as, as smooth as this one is. But like that one had a direct like literally your chat was embedded on the website. Oh, God. And this was like right when I was running like Fortnite memes, like sky basing and I would be doing some really stupid stuff and i'd have people come in like can you not act like an idiot right now <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm like i'm i'm sorry this is my content like this is what you like this is what they have pulled up right now or like the port like the dude who was running the script would like he, he would have the hardest time trying to figure out what questions supposed to, to ask for me because my content like when you watch my, my content anybody who watches my stream you know like i'm not doing the norm of whatever any other streamers doing, yeah not with fortnite so like this poor dude probably had like set questions already for like you know hey how many kills is this guy gonna get or you know how many how, what what zone will he get and like for me like i'm literally in a sky base with like, <laughs> you know with no guns in my hand and like a fishing rod Ugh. and this guy's probably like well what what the fuck question am i supposed to ask here to get people to guess and of course like i do the exact opposite of what anybody's gonna expect and, <laughs> It's so like, funny, like, dude. Bro, it's it was hilarious, but I'd have like ten people come in chat and be like, You just cost me money, you're an idiot. And I'm like, I am sorry. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So. Imagine
0: imagine like you're an athlete, right? And you're like like imagine you're playing like football. And like it you're someone bet like the next pass will be a completion or something. And then the quarterback gets the ball. And this immediately turns around and chucks it backwards <laughs> like towards his own end zone. That's like what I would imagine That's you would be like. What, <laughs> <doing>? <laughs> so it's like it looks like you're blatantly trying to ruin, the, to ruin the game for those people. <laughs> That's because so it's funny, like for dude. For the people
1: who watch my stream, they already know what's happening. But for the poor soul who happened to stumble upon this website... And, like, maybe he was casually watches Fortnite streams, so he generally has an idea of what's going to happen in a Fortnite stream. Yeah. Then he sees my dumbass. Like, <laughs>
0: that's so funny. It's like dude. The
1: question would be, like, you know, is, is Larry going to pick up a shotgun in the next 30 seconds? And, like, 90% of people would, but I'm going to be the person who picks up, like, you know, the apple that's on the ground that you can consume for health and hope that I can have that end game and try and win with no weapons or something. So that poor soul is going to vote for, you know, me picking up the shotgun. And then he's like, "Why the fuck did you pick up an apple when there was a gold pump shotgun next to you?" And be like, "Listen for the meme." But I had that all the time, and people would rage. But that's luckily, so funny. I haven't dude. had that happen with with uh, this yet, but that's because like I haven't. I've been playing mainly Warzone, and it's not as easy to meme in Warzone as it was in Fortnite.
2: That's
0: yeah, it's cool. it's pretty tough to. What you should start doing when you're on the stream though is you should just get a loadout that's just like a riot shield and then like the my uh, shield stuns and uh, the riot attack. shield and then the uh, the nunchuck things or whatever the sticks (laughs) so you should get it in your loadout. that way people People
1: get get on that shit dude people would come in and lose their minds but it's content you know what i mean and that's what i try to tell people like anybody who would come through from the website i'd be like listen guys like i understand it's kind of like infuriating and you're not sure what's happening but like i'm not going to disrupt my content for this like watch my stream get to know what i do and i become a bit more predictable for you but aside from that, like, I didn't even, that I, you money.
0: I didn't even think about it from that perspective. That's a really good point because I, I, to me, like, I just didn't even think about it. It is a really good way to get people to come into your chat and be engaged, whether that be, you know, crazy people who are just all about betting money or just people who are enjoying, you know, the site for what it is and, you know, want to put a dollar or two on the site and just, they're like let me go watch this guy. That's a good point. I never looked at it that way. I just kind of like thought like maybe they'll just go maybe they'll all just go to like the better stream or whatever, but I guess that's not the case. They'll actually come in there and and talk I mean, to you. There's
1: going to be the people who are there just to bet and and make money, but then there's, <clears> there's going to be that one-off occasion where you get somebody's like, this guy is actually entertaining. Like I can see myself watching. Yeah. So, and that's, like, that's that's really what you gain from something like that, is it's an additional exposure from a crowd that you might not have had in your stream
2: before.
0: Yeah, and I... It's... Not to, you know, toot your horn or anything, but it's a lot easier to, like, go to your stream compared to other people that I see, like... Not gonna name any names, but, like, just in general. Because your stream looks like professional you know what i'm saying like 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 it looks like you're actually set up to like stream like i see some dudes in like a lawn chair like no hate to anyone who does who's who does this because i understand it's it's just it's you know the grind maybe you you, yeah maybe maybe you don't have the the means to it but it's just uh it's so much easier to like click on a stream that looks professional than to click on a stream where the dude's sitting there like all the way back away from his TV, like this with like a fucking
1: controller like no it's true though and i mean (laughs) and like you said it's like sometimes that's nobody's fault you know what i mean like they're in that situation and they're just trying to grind and i respect the shit out of that grind but i understand where you're coming from where you're saying like hey like sometimes it's just easier to click on a stream where it looks like this person gives a shit you know
0: well it's like i see streams like or like even streams with like no camera like don't even get me started on that like i i get it some people don't want to have a camera but you're not lyric good luck you know like
1: you're you're what i always tell people because i get this is a question that i do get a lot is like hey do you think like i can stream without a camera and still make it i'm like absolutely you can but you're putting yourself at a disadvantage because it's harder for people to engage with somebody that they can't necessarily see (laughs) you know there is body language is a thing and you do have body language in your streaming and people like to see what you're doing how you're saying something and it's just a better way to connect so like while you can be and even dakota's who got huge off of it has been doing cam streams lately but you can be dakota's and high distortion or lyric sure dakota's but- also
0: has the voice to where he doesn't yeah. need it he doesn't really need camera, in my opinion right, he, i don't
1: hear his like his mannerisms and stuff
0: too. i don't know if you've ever have you ever watched have you ever heard of smoke he, he plays, like, yeah. Escape from Tarkov and Daisy and stuff like that. But he plays, like, survival games. But he streams with no camera. But he's so, like, uh, he's kind of like you, like, where he doesn't just do the norm of, like, what the game is. Like, he'll do stuff that's, like, crazy and, you know, just... In Escape from Tarkov, like, he'll go in with, like, a gun that has no attachments on it. And you can find attachments within the game. And they'll just go in there with, like, a gun with literally just... There, there won't even be, like, a... Like a dust cover or like a a, a a a a butt pad or anything on it, he'll just go into raid and find that stuff and build his gun in the raid while going through this super like uh, stressful situation. He'll just be like chatting, like, "Oh, look a you know a red dot sight. Let me put this on yeah. my gun and stuff like that." But he can do that because he's his content is so good without a camera that it he can. It yeah, it, yeah. It's it, it it's. It, and then just the way I would put it, it's like, no camera, or no camera, camera with shitty lighting, and then a good camera with good lighting. It's like, or a good camera, and then a good camera with good lighting is up here. Like, if it you, yeah,
1: it and that's what I try and tell people, like, I'll, I'll always be honest, like, I'm not going to be like, <laughs> I'm a very positive dude, but I'm not going to lie to you. You know what I mean? And I feel like anytime someone's like, yeah, I know you can, you could definitely, yeah, of course you can do it but you're you're not giving yourself every possibility to succeed when you don't do it you know what i mean it's like like people ask me all the time too about like if i should you know if they should do a schedule and i think like like you know like has this like i have a very set schedule and i'm very like and i and i always put it out and like and if i'm not going to make it like i'll tweet or whatever but like obviously i haven't seen rapid you know crazy success so like do i know for sure a schedule works no, but do I think it'll help me be more successful? Yes, that's why I put out a schedule. So that's why I try and tell people. But I've seen plenty of people who just like, fuck it, hit the button, go live. Hundreds of people are in. And it's like, so, hey, you know, you can you can, you can can try and do that. But there's also like so many people have so many other it factors that it might just, it doesn't matter whether they have a schedule, no schedule, cam, cam with good lighting. They're just a compelling human being. And I'm not saying you're not a compelling human being, but you want to make sure that you do everything possibly to put yourself in that spotlight.
2: And that I'm just, you, you know, more people will see it. I'm just
0: saying that if I see a streamer, no matter how fucking good you are at Fortnite, and then I see Cipher PK with his fucking 4K face cam, Beautiful
1: camera, his yeah. hair is looking yeah. He's
2: looking like a god.
0: I don't give a shit if you're better than him at the game or not. His shit Probably looks not. better than yours, so I'm clicking on his. Like that. It's just the way it is. And as for the schedule yeah. thing, I don't know if we discussed this in the first part, but. If you're streaming and you want to make it a career, make a fucking schedule that's the most professional thing you can do it, yeah. if you're trying to make this your job, treat it like it's a job you know like don't don't just you know half ass it like say put out a like I see you tweet pretty much every week that mm-hmm. you're gonna have a schedule and like you said if you if those times change or something then always let people
1: know yeah just 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 because let people, them know people are they're they're pri- like they're making Time for you out of their lives, where they could be doing something, and they could be doing anything else. They could be making money, and they are watching you. So, in my opinion, I should make it easier for them to plan around it, yep. and uh, and give them the heads up if I'm not going to make it. You know.
0: Yeah. Speaking of schedule, I know you said you were going live at four. I already tweeted. So. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll yeah, get bro. to this. I'll get to this uh, last thing. So, like, uh,
1: yeah. Ninja tweeted. You didn't even see it, bro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna check my Twitter right now, man. That no, no, I'm <laughs> saying
2: I <was> like, <laughs> I, I like I was just like, bang, like this, you know. I was like, I
0: oh no, know. no, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I definitely didn't see you do it, but but uh, I wanted to ask you about like Merkin Clan or whatever. I know how long have you been with them?
1: This, oh god, it'll be. A, it's. I think it's coming up on two years. I want to say it's like it's definitely at a year and a half, maybe a little bit longer, but it's coming up on two years now, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that's kind of baffling to me. Yeah, I, probably about, I, if I had to guess, I'd say about a year and a half.
0: Obviously, you, you like it over there.
1: Yes. Because uh, – I mean, there's been a lot of ups and downs, but I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So is that like a legit team? Like I, I don't know anything about American Clan. I know, there's, I know people in it or people who have been in it. Is that like a legit like one LLC? Is that like a
1: – Boss is a CEO. And I mean, listen, despite – and I will say one thing too is like, you know, a lot of the things you hear about Boss – And being this and that and the third and he doesn't pay people or whatever it is it's it's so quick and easy to shit on someone when you don't like have all the information but like the dude is as passionate as they come he's been doing this for a long time he's started a lot of careers for a lot of people you know some of the biggest names that we see now whether it be from Fortnite or even from call of duty they came from merkin and uh it's a very legit legitimate it's an org it's not i wouldn't even call it like a I know it's Merkin clan, but it's, it's, it's an org. It's a legitimate organ.
0: Um, That's cool. You know, right
1: now we're definitely in like a, in, in like a down period. But when, when we come back up, we come up, you know, and um, I will say he, despite what people say about him, not paying um, when it was time to pay me, he paid me. Um, I've never known anybody that I've talked to in terms of like players that have left that have said anything about not paying. And you, you, you look at phase Benny, you look at assault, um, you know, even recipes, Fizzerp, but Fizzerp was a huge name that came from, there's so many that, I, that have come. Oh from yeah. So assault
0: and- was in there, huh?
1: Yeah. And they speak very highly of boss, <clears throat> you know, he still helps them to this day, like getting like, he, he helps them purchase cars for God's sakes. Like my, my current car that I purchased, like he was on the phone with the dealership yelling at them to like, because he's like, you're trying to rip him off basically. So the dude is a good, honest to God, good guy. Um, you know, is he perfect? No, but nobody's perfect. Um, and he and I I love being a part of Merkin and it's been a family to me. And when I wanted to do this phase five grind, um, I was a little torn because like I was like, I really like where I'm at. But obviously, this is a huge opportunity. And without even yeah, like, no mean, hesitation, boss was like, if you don't go for it, I would be upset with you is what he said to me. He said, like, he goes, this could be a huge opportunity.
0: For yeah, you. I, I mean, it, reason to go back. I mean, no, obviously, I'm not throwing any shade here. But I mean, right. phase and, you know, guys like phase guys like optic guys like you know they're just a different breed of i mean that's those are the upper echelon of of gaming you know obviously
1: but they say tier one and yeah i would love to bring Merkin into that and if you know and if i don't make phase you know then hey like I'm, I'm not going anywhere i'm still gonna be a part of Merkin and my goal is to obviously bring my myself up but but take the team with me and i would love to you know say like hey Merkin could be because i think that it has the right tools it's been around long enough it has respect from you know a lot of ogs in the industry and uh, i can't see why it shouldn't be but well, obviously I'm, you know it's very difficult to take a team to tier 1
0: i'm i mean i'm glad to hear that because i've had my fair well i've had a a run-in with people who were supposedly starting a you know an org or whatever and they brought me in because i was under the impression that they were bringing Gumby and Tuba in, and I was gonna right. do editing stuff for for like their Twitter, which is cool. It's just fine. I, that's what I wanted to do. I didn't obviously. Right. I told him I'm not signing a fucking contract because you know I'm a little bit. I don't want to say I'm smarter than anyone who has signed a contract, but I'm not signing a contract with some with an org that has 200 followers on Twitter. Like yeah, no, you got to wait. Yeah, like but. Some shady shit going. Some shady shit happened there, and then, I mean, they just they weren't they legit were not paying people. There was, yep. I was put into a group DM with with some of the people in there, and there was some shit said in there that I thought was a little odd. And I mean, I was like, Raffling you know, sometimes. it's it's just it didn't seem very professional to me, which you know, and. You know, hey, it was a it was a startup thing, and like I understood that for a little bit. Like, I was like, okay, you know, everyone's just friends here. But at some point, when is this gonna turn professional? Like, this should be a professional thing. And then, when Tuba and Gumby ended up actually coming in, (laughs) I made the announcement Twitter thing for for the thing, and I was promised some money for that, which I said a very very low amount because i don't i i try if if i'm gonna charge you for something that i'm doing for your twitter it's not gonna be i'm not gonna charge you a fucking arm and a leg like i'm a professional editor basically because it's not to to me my product is not worth that like
1: i disagree but you know hey,
0: i mean my i know what i'm good at and i can i can do that but like i'm not like a you know a what's Aiden's guy's name rain
1: rain yeah rain is
0: you know I'm not a brave I'm not a and I understand I understand that but when I asked for like but when I asked for $20 for you know two hours of my time to make this video you better send me my fucking $20 or I'm gonna get fucking upset
1: it's 20 bucks bro like that's not and then
0: I got ghosted dude deletes his twitter Delete goes completely rogue. For twenty bucks. And me, and I'm not gonna name anyone else because I don't wanna I don't wanna put words yeah. in anyone else's mouth, but me and I know quite a few other people didn't get paid. <clears throat> they were promised some things. I just know that advice for anyone out there be very careful who you link up with in the game. Yeah. That's what I wanted to get at with the with the Merkin clan stuff because I just wanted to see like, obviously from an insider's perspective, how it was over there. And I mean, it's always seemed nice. I mean, guys like you, uh, Paul, uh, Esther, all all you guys seem to have a good time over there. So that's what I wanted to ask. Yeah. No,
1: it's good people, you know? And I mean, obviously it's not the thing. I think that the biggest problem with a lot of orgs is like a lot of kids think that they're going to join an org and you're instantly going to get like clout or, you're gonna you know you're gonna your your stream's gonna blow up your youtube's gonna blow up your twitter's gonna blow up it's not gonna happen you know what i mean even if you like even if you join face clan tomorrow like your your stream's not gonna explode your youtube's not gonna explode it's gonna help but now think about joining like a team or a clan or an org that's like you know not tier one you think you're gonna blow up no you're gonna gain a little bit of traction but like you still gotta put the work in you still have to put the time and the effort in and that's why like you see people like join merkin clan and then two weeks later like leaving merkin clan on good terms even though they didn't talk to anybody about it and just literally just left out of the group chat so like i don't understand and that's where like i feel like it gets like a bad rap because people join and leave and join and leave it's just because like these kids like they have no work ethic they're all like you know 14 15 year old kids with no work ethic and they think joining a clan or a team is going to make them famous or something in reality it doesn't and when that settles in they're like okay well let me join another team so that's that's my biggest pet peeve. But yeah, I've, I've been here two years. I love it, you know. And I mean, rest in peace to Ride too. He was one of the coolest dudes I've ever known. Like you want oh, yeah, to yeah. believing in somebody, man? Like that dude believed in me and my content like nobody else. And he's the one who brought me in. And uh, that, that dude was was family as far as I'm concerned. And it's tragic what happened to him.
0: Yeah, it's uh, a sad. That's a that's a nobody likes to see that shit happened. happen. That shit exactly. sucks.
1: And it, it hurts. You know, it's still something that. Uh, <clears throat> It breaks my heart today because literally, like, I saw that dude as, like, as literally as, like, a family. And um, it sucks, but he, he was, he was another big part of, you know, everything that was going right with this team, you know. And
0: that's uh, a, another piece of advice for, for people who are looking to, uh, to join an org, you know, whether it's big or small, or don't go in there just thinking, like, oh, this is for me. You need to go in there with the mindset that you're going to help everyone there because, exactly. If you go in there just thinking about yourself, don't expect them to help you. They're not going
1: to grow. They're not going to grow. It's just you don't gain anything. They don't gain anything. Because you you can't have a selfish mindset.
0: Yeah, nobody is – if you're a piece of shit and an asshole to the people who are also there, what makes you think they're going to help you when the time comes? What makes you think that they're going to, you know, not vouch for you on Twitter, but vouch for you when it actually matters, you know? Like Mm -hmm. like if someone gets invited into a, you know, a a big tournament like – Imagine someone gets invited to Twitch Rivals and you've been an asshole to them and you might be better at the game than they are. You never know. And they you never know. And you're like, and then it comes time for them to find people to play with and you've been an asshole the whole time.
1: So I don't check, check your ego at the door, homie. There's no, there's no need for any sort of egos. You know, obviously you should be confident in your, in your abilities, but there's no need to have an ego in this industry. Treat people with respect regardless of what their follow count is because that person could blow up tomorrow and you are, you've burnt the bridge by you just being an egotistical asshole. Don't,
0: so be, don't, an do asshole, don't be an asshole, basically. Don't be an asshole. Be selfless when you go into, go into these. Into these go into uh, any situation,
1: really, but especially yeah. if you're going into a team. It's a team for a reason, yeah. you know, and it should be treated as such. But the problem is, is you know, people go into teams and they are only, only thinking about their own growth. And that's why they leave a team within a week or two because they're like, well, I'm not growing. Well, no shit, you know what I mean? Like, w- you're not supporting the team in any way, shape, or form. You know, w- what's going to happen? Like, well,
0: they join they expecting for guys like you and, you know, uh, you know guys, guys like you to host them and shit just because they're on the team now. And it's like, that's not how that shit works, homie. Like, no,
1: bro, you got to earn that shit. Yeah, know? like. So, that's what I try and tell people. About, yeah, kids. And nobody, this industry yeah. is, has a lot of young minds right now and they're very talented but they're they're very immature and um they're dumb yeah yeah so so that comes with with eventually they'll grow up but i hate i think that you know the so this this social media generation is there there's they have to grow up a lot quicker than we did because what they're doing and what they're saying is in a much bigger spotlight and they can burn bridges a lot quicker you can't get
0: away with shit now buddy
1: exactly so Uh, That's why I try and give the advice that I can to the younger kids in the comm. And I try and tell them like, guys, you know, stop being a little shit because you know what you might be popping right now, but anything could change that. And uh, you don't want to burn any bridges because you might need it. At one point that that hand that once extended to you that you slapped away, you might have to extend it back and it might not be there waiting for you anymore. So just treat everybody with respect and dignity. Even if you don't like them, respect them, be respectful. Don't be an asshole. Promise you things will start going your way. But, um, if not, I like, you know, if there's one thing I remember, you know, I, I try, I try and give everybody the benefit of the doubt, but if there's one thing that I don't forget, it's people who treated me like an asshole, yep. you know, I, I keep that shit engraved in my memory because <clears> if you need something down the road, you know?
0: Yep. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and get you, uh, I don't want to take up another two hours of your time. Luckily the audio, luckily the, the audio is working today. confirmed. So. If it's but, not, uh, we'll do it again. Oh, God, man. I, uh, I, whew, I love talking to you, man, but it's yeah. hard to just complain about. I feel like there would just be another Call of Duty patch that we hate, and we'll have to spend another hour talking about that.
1: As we speak, they're working on another broken shotgun. Yep. Or there's going
0: to be like a, a quad launcher like they added yep. to Fortnite. Yep.
2: Guaranteed. But, Guaranteed.
0: All right, so I just wanted to do a quick run-through of some stuff that we talked about yesterday. Hit me with it. That we didn't... Uh, you obviously, you know, I, I fucked up, all right? all right? I fucked up, okay? But, it happens. We've all been there. But uh, so basically, we talked a lot about uh, TikTok and uh, mm-hmm. TikTok being a way to grow. What else did we talk about? Obviously, we talked about Call of Duty being shitty. Not a lot of Call of Duty. Yeah. Fuck. A lot of social justice stuff.
1: Yeah, we did get into we got a little deep.
0: Yeah, we got a we got a little political, which was good because I was watching Ninja the other day, and he he said it best. He's like, "Would you rather me just ignore it, or would you rather me, you know, speak about it?" And you know, some people are going to say platform for good. Yeah, some people are going to say ignore it, and some people are you know want those people to be outspoken. But I think it's your choice. If you want to be outspoken, be outspoken. If you don't, then don't. But you know, I think like it helps.
1: Like, I don't think there's anything political about, like, speaking up on racism. Like, oh Yeah, yeah, day, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I think, like, and I think that's where, like, when people tell Ninja to, like, shut up. Like, Ninja's speaking about legitimate, like, social justice shit that, like, yeah, well, me, like, in no way, shape, or form even reaches, like, politics. Like, I mean, no, I know lately he's been talking about the debates and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's but, what like, I was getting at.
1: Oh, yeah, well, even that, it's like, again, it's like, <clears throat> I think that we need to know the difference between right and wrong. And it's like, and my thing is like too, like, whatever, whoever you vote for, please just vote. That's one thing I'll always say is just please just vote. Like, I obviously like I'll never like I don't want to like tell you who to vote for because I have no right to do that. Like, I believe what I believe is right. I believe that, you know, if we have somebody who isn't doesn't want to condemn racism, you know what I mean? Whatever. (laughs) But I'm just saying like racism is wrong. If you're judging somebody because of the color of their skin, you're a fucking idiot and you need to get mentally evaluated. Please stop judging people based off of things that they have zero control of. The color of somebody's skin does not change the content of their character. Some of the best fucking people in our lifetime—people who have changed lives, people who continue to change lives—are people of color. So please stop being fucking ignorant. You're a moron. So all that's basically the best I can put it. Like you're just—if you judge someone based off of shit like that, you're an idiot, and you—you um, you should.
0: Another lesson is don't s- don't say shit to people online that you wouldn't say to their face.
1: Yes, please, God.
0: You fucking loser. If you do that, you're a loser.
1: You are. It's like, but, if you have the balls to say it online, say it, you, know, I mean, <clears> you got to have the balls to say it to their face. If not, you're...
0: Let's see. Yeah, like
1: you said, you're an idiot.
0: What else did we talk about? Oh, we talked about, uh, shout out to Frozone, shout out to Nug, shout out to... Yes, uh,
1: that's right, the GOATS.
0: Uh, shout out to Neo being great at everything. We had a deep conversation about <laughs> about those three guys being very good he at everything good at. they
1: do anything they touch they're gods yeah i think it was the clip i clip i posted today i was like I, I had a sniper and there was an rpg on the ground and esta goes just take the rpg and shoot it at both of them i was like nah i'm gonna pull some schnee shit and then i killed both of them i was like i just and like literally like i felt like my inner neo kick in for a second <laughs> so like it's crazy that like these dudes they can they 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 have an influence like that on the on the community man And
0: whenever you hit someone there. with a with a nasty snipe it's like it's like you yell Neo the same way you would yeah. yell Kobe after shooting, exactly. a, shooting a paper towel into a trash can. It's this like. Man,
1: Root is a fucking icon. So, yeah. and, but it's the same thing with Fro and it's the same thing with Nugs. It's just, they're just the type of dudes that, you know, they're the exception to the rule. They're gamer genetic guys that no matter what, I, like I said it yesterday, I feel, I feel like Neo could literally, you could give him FIFA and he had a, that he, you give or maybe, I don't know, maybe he's played FIFA, but let's say he's never played FIFA. You could put it in his hands and give him a month. And I think that he'd be a top FIFA player. 100%. Yeah. Like in the pro scene, if you wanted to, he's just that good. And when he dedicates himself to something, there's no stopping him. Absolutely no stopping him.
0: And shout out to Nugs TikTok that I found three days ago. And I was so upset that I didn't know he was a TikTok legend, apparently.
1: TikTok god.
0: Over yeah. And shout yeah, out. 20K. Shout out to Drew for carrying me in Apex Legends all those times. But I'm
1: just being a downer, to dude too. Froze one of those people where like, First off, I want to say I'm so happy that he's finally getting the recognition that he deserves. But, like, not only did he get the recognition, but it did not go to his head in any way, shape, or form, which is something that happens very often. Like, just the type of dude where, like, Mm -hmm. and the same thing with him and, like, Neo, too. Like, Neo, like, if I DM Neo, I get a DM back, which is incredible to me. That blows my mind. They don't let clout go to their heads, and uh, they genuinely, like, look out for people, which is awesome. So if they do end up watching this, you guys are literally like,
0: we love you. Yep. They're the best at everything, uh. But that that's pretty much it. Um, sorry that I deleted our our shit again <laughs> yesterday. I know you saying it's okay, but I feel bad because I promise. But uh, but yeah. Um, so if anyone's watching this, obviously, I'm gonna say it again. I said it like three times last night, but you'll never hear that. Uh, make sure you go follow Larry on on all of his social medias. Uh, Larry Fishberger, Twitch, Instagram, put- Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. TikTok. is your wop still on TikTok?
1: my wop is still there but it, it like it cannot it can never leave there it can like, never leave there okay it's like a time maybe maybe one of those edits you did i will i will let you release it on the timeline at some point because it was pretty funny the spongebob one was good
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. but yeah uh go follow larry on everything he's got to go stream right now because i should have released this freeze. this morning he's got to eat first he'll probably be live at like what five o'clock I'm
1: thinking yeah, probably five.
0: They're five, not gonna five, hear this by times. then anyway, so I don't know why I'm saying that, but you know, it is what it is. Hey man, I just wanna say but thanks again. Thanks for golden. thanks for meeting with me three times, which should only yeah. have been two times. Thanks for talking with me for what it's probably been like over four and a half hours now that we uh, that we bullshitted. Uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah, man, thanks a lot and uh I'll link all your shit under all the stuff. All. It
1: was fun. If you ever want to have me on again, say the word, brother.
0: There will be another time.
1: It was my honor. Yes, sir. It was
0: my honor serving with you. Yep. Have one, Yep, Have you doctor. too, man. See you on stream.